This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What's up, Brigade? How are you? Welcome into a very special Thursday football edition of the Bostonian versus the book. My name is Matt Peralt. I'm the Bostonian. Introducing our one and only. He is the book. One Mr. Dave Sherapan. Now we don't get the beat behind it, unfortunately. <laughs> that is Jordan. Jordan Goroff. Brigade playing Tommy Trumpets or Timmy Trumpets. The hell is that? How good is that? How good is that? How good is that? Oh my goodness. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Just hat tip to you, sir. Pleasure meeting you the other day at the book. Turns out he's a local who can play the trumpet too. Well, he said, I'm gonna learn that for you. I said, My man, you're on the show if you can do it. <laughs> so now we figured out we can play audio with video. We just figured that out. Three days. So now we got it. Three days it took him to learn the trumpet. The intro. Unbelievable. Now we got audio, video. Oh, We're dangerous we now. Get, listen, we got directors <laughs> of security. After yesterday's show, do they need to be here all the time too? Like every day? Like I lost a little bit of control to show. I felt like a judge without a bailiff. <laughs> what the hell was that? Yeah, that was something. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was something. <laughs> Did you see the trumpet video of Timmy Trumpet on the field? It was yesterday? unbelievable. I mean, people How many times you gotta watch it. It's so good. Why are people mad about people videotaping that? That I don't get. Like I ever all of the people on Twitter are all mad. Like, look at everybody with their phones. Put your phones down. Blah blah. Like, dude, hold on a second. Like that is a really cool moment. And frankly, everyone who's bitching about it on Twitter, you're on a damn screen watching the event. <laughs> like that's why they're taping it because everybody's watching it. The Mets are taping it. They're videotaping it. They're broadcasting it. It's a cool moment, man. It's fun. It's cool it thing is, to go but, back and go and, re- and relive it and relive but, the energy. But you know what? You can relive it with the broadcast and the clip eh. that you get from the broadcast. Like I am of the ilk i want to take it in of course while i'm there because there's only one time and i right. want to get it all i want someone else to tape it for me i want like that hey, would be like, great. You tape it. i'm gonna watch yeah. it you tape it for me like, but, it. from our seats or from wherever we are and like yeah. i get it going to concerts and like our guy raheem palmer from the ringer was in town yesterday he got to go see usher and he was at usher he was basically on stage with usher last night yeah. here in vegas his yeah. pictures were yeah. incredible 
and everyone in the front row, they're all videotaping the entire thing. And I'm with you. I mean, I, I think for like a little bit, you want to experience it because if you watch it through a phone the entire time, you're not going to earn it or learn it or really let it wash over you and experience it. But that moment in that intro, that is a sight, man. That is, I might, that might be the best since enter Sandman. That's the best that I've seen from an intro with the way they, it's not the game. It's outside the game. You wait for the game to get to the ninth inning for that moment. It's, That's special. It's, it's fantastic. There's, there's certain things that end up transcending the game. Yeah. Right. Like, and the build up, the hype. We'll talk about it today. There's games going to be played today. The hype videos are better than the games. <laughs> That's just, it's just, it's just the reality of it. The hype videos and, and stuff, but this is part of the game mm. in the game. Mm. And it's that moment that you're just like, I mean, you know, little kids are going to the Mets games with their parents going, boy, I can't, I want to see the trumpets. Like, I, I, I can't wait to see the trumpets. You got other people who are like, what's the big deal with the trumpets? You oh, don't get it. It's not for yeah, you. It's, so it's not good. for you. The video that I reposted last night had 3.5 million views. Somebody likes the trumpet. <laughs> A lot of people. Some trumpet. people don't like anything. The trumpet ain't for you. Maybe listen to the saxophone or the guitar or something. But that it's it's an awesome thing. I just got a text right now from somebody that said Pedro just entered the TBS studio to the trumpets. Beautiful. Pedro Martinez. My guy. I mean, baseball people like it. Fans like it. How could you not like it? I don't I don't I, understand I, how you would not like that. It's so fun. It's so sp it, it's sports, man. Like if you don't like that, you don't like fun. Like that's it. Like you just don't like fun. That you is just so don't like fun. fun. That's a good point. If you hate the Mets, okay. If you're a Brave fan and you're like, gosh, this is just my team's losing. It's three two bottom nine, and here we go with this dude running onto the field to this expo, you know, to this intro. Okay, like maybe I would get that. But for everyone else. Like for the other 30 teams in Major League Baseball, not the Yankees and not the Braves that don't like it or, or 28 teams, like don't like you have to enjoy this. Like you just have to. It's so fun. Did you it's see a, a glimpse of Dave Roberts yesterday when it was happening? Was he enjoying it? He's doing a little head bob like of this. Of course. How could you not? I mean, it's just too good. They blare it. It's it's and he was there live performing it. He was playing it. It's great. Rubber match. Snuck out of the crowd like nobody knew he was there. That was oh, a yeah, little quiet little came in and then here came the here come the truck. Because I mean he was he was announcing that he was going to be there and then they lost. So that kind of stunk. Like you went to the game on Tuesday night. You were like, yeah, he's gonna do it live. And then they lost. <laughs> so it's like, ah, oh, shoot. And yeah. now here's a question. If you're up like five one in the ninth, right? And Diaz is due to pitch, but you don't really have to throw him at home. Do you do it just because Timmy's there? Like, do you just no. bring him out because Timmy's there? No. No. You don't. You so throw him when work. you need to. Yeah. 
That's too good. Uh, Maddie Lindemann from WinBet will join us uh, coming up here at the bottom of the hour. He will. At 1.30 to break down the games on Thursday tonight from behind the counter. The action that WinBet is seeing on the games tonight. We'll talk FCS action as well. They're the ones that put up the first numbers in the world on FCS football. Matt was the one that did that. So he'll be on here in about 20 minutes. Then at the top of the hour, Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com. We'll talk about the games this coming weekend. So big games Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We got a full slate of games to get into and break it down with Pete Futek. So if you guys haven't seen his website, collegefootballnews.com has been a staple in my repertoire for years. It's a really cool website and a lot of really fun uh, information and intros and bets and picks that Pete now, they've pivoted into the sports gambling space a lot more than they were. But, you know, Pete and I have been talking betting in college football for for many, many years. So looking forward to getting him on for the first time live from Chicago uh, here on the BVB. But before we do any of that, Russell Wilson gets a brand new deal. He's a rich man with these Denver Broncos. Do you think he has a good year in year one in Denver? I don't know. I don't think so. Nor do I. Um, As a lot of people keep telling me, they got all these wide receivers. They got all this. They got all that. They do. I think they're the worst team in the division. You've said that. I don't know if that's the case, but I know they're not going to the Super Bowl. They're not. Super Bowl? Who's talking Super Bowl? Oh, are they going to the playoffs? Bronco country, let's ride. Are they? Are they? I mean, they just gave them $245 million. See the five season years, wins? Five years, $245, $165 million guaranteed. They really had no choice. But now... Mm the bank it's the third most lucrative contract in the history of the league only behind john watson's 230 and kyler murray's 189.5 million dollars he's 33 years old it's 33 years old back in the day we would Your man say brady's 45 correct that's what i mean back, the back standard, in the don't day, matter we used to say 33 was on the back nine you would start to look for your new young quarterback now it's 33 and we're like oh He's just like a fine wine. <laughs> He's just coming into his own. Yes, to give him a five-year, $165 million deal. They kind of had no choice, but it is a little bit of a, I don't know, it's pretty lucrative for Russell Wilson. Good First quarterback. All, they had a choice. They made a choice. They gave him the money. Second of all, it's like the turn. We're not on the back nine to 33. We're at the turn, apparently, <laughs> in football age, right? Crazy. Let's get a hot dog. I don't know if you want to put ketchup on it or not, but definitely mustard and sauerkraut. You got to have mustard and sauerkraut on a hot dog. I'm a Boston guy. You know what I do? We're ketchup only. People get all mad at us. Chicago fans think we're crazy. Hold on. Ketchup only? Oh, yeah. We're from Boston, man. That's all we do. That's that's what we do. Hot dog, every ketchup day, only. Every on. day I learn another fact about you. I oh, don't yeah, talk just... to you enough. I mean, seriously. <laughs> talk ketchup to you more than I talk on. to my wife. That's all we do. Ketchup only, we move on. That's it. We're done. That's, That's the what... way you eat a hot dog? That's how I eat a hot dog. It's how most people in New England eat hot dogs. That's what we do. Ketchup only. only. Yep. We don't, we don't mess with if mustard If the other options relish. are available, you don't put nothing else on it? Zip. My daughter doesn't. I don't. Well, I mean, your daughter's eight. That's what well, kids do. Well, that's what we ketchup do. On hot dogs. Yep. Welcome to New England. You, if you go to Fenway Park, 80% of the dogs, maybe even 85% of the hot dogs are ketchup only. Some people put mustard. They're a little ketchup and mustard. Sometimes they're a little bit, a little bit relish, maybe. Ketchup only. 
It freaks people out. I know other, other parts of the country. People get, I mean, Chicago people lose their, their damn mind. Oh, that's a whole nother thing. Listen, they, they, Chicago, they thank you for watching yeah. the show and listening to the show. They think we're Boys in the chat, just to start off the show right now, bet the over on hat changes today. Okay. okay. I'm just telling you right now because <laughs> you're going to be trumpet, but <laughs> we got a lot of things to talk about. And we got a lot of people watching, a lot of people coming in. There's just a lot of sports going on. It's football so, season, baby. It's football season. My man. first wing order goes out tonight. Oh. I can't wait. Your first what? Wing order. You put ketchup on those two? No. Whew, Come God. on now. My, we, we got wings, whiskey, and football tonight. That's wing, wings, whiskey, and football. I'm in <laughs> heaven tonight. <laughs> this is, this is, I'm triple screening it. This is like, I'm back, baby. My legs are back. Let's go. You got, the, you got the meat? Not yet. That's coming. Uh, I will be smoking ribs on Monday. Oh, I don't yet know if I, and I'm going to be doing, I think I might be trying to do smoked wings myself on, on Saturday, but I got to see how I'm going to do that. I've wanted okay. to do that for a long time. So Matt Chatham's new spikes rubs of new barbecue rubs arrived yeah, last night. I saw those. I saw those arrived in so, the, yeah. on your Twitter handle. I'm very excited. I'm very excited about beginning to try these. I'm always interested in new rubs. And you know, he's saying they're pretty like, Hold on. Before the chat comes at you, he means the spice rubs things for the wings. He's not interested in new rubs. Stop. <laughs> okay, not to Sean Watson. What are we doing here? Whoa! <laughs> what are we doing here? Talking about eating food here, okay? Thank Gutter you. eyes and ears. Uh, really quick before yes. it's the only non-football thing we'll do today, basically. How about Serena last night? I mean, uh, are you kidding me? Number two player in the world. See ya. She, she was a plus 180 dog. Serena Williams, greatest women's tennis player ever, is a second round dog to get bounced from the U.S. Open. And what does she do? Yeah. Two one sets. Goodbye. Number two player in the world, right? Yep. Goodbye. How do you make the lines for this stuff? It's really hard. Right? Really hard. Liability has right. got to be jacked. I mean, this is like Tiger at the Masters. Like, this is like him, you know, playing, winning, or being on the, the first page of the leaderboard at the turn. 50 to one to about 40 to one. You wake up today, it's anywhere between 10 and 15 to one. Unbelievable. There's some assholes puckering because. There's minimal handle on the U.S. Open, right? There's just not that much. Maybe worldwide and all these people that operate these books and all these other places will tell you that oh, tennis handles are second most handle behind soccer. Okay. I'm not sure that's the case here. I know it's not the case here in Las Vegas. And uh, dating back 20 years, it was definitely not the case uh, in the offshore world. But, but... A 50 to one gets the 40 to one, gets the 15 to one in cashes. Uh oh. You go to grade that some bitch and you go, wait a second, how did we lose 18 dimes in the US Open? Serena wasn't supposed to win. She wasn't supposed to win. That was awesome. And I know for a lot of people that are watching this show, watching the chat. And if you are hit the like button, please, I'm not asking you. I'm not begging you. I'm just, if you like the show, hit the like button. It helps. A lot of people remember watching the U S open around Labor Day weekend. Of course, years past it's electric. When there's an atmosphere, Tiger Woods is there. Spike Lee's there. Um, 
Uh, did I see Gladys Knight there? Sure. I mean, anybody who likes, so, like, has enough money to buy a ticket right now because Venus and Serena are playing today as doubles, and supposedly tickets are like, forget it. Like you, you can't get in, you can't get tickets to go to the go to their doubles match, let alone Serena playing singles. It's becoming that buzz that like I'll never forget watching some of those Jimmy Connors matches. Right when he was a dog, he was at the end. Yeah, and he won a couple. And uh, it kills me to say it, but when things are good in New York, there's there's an electricity there at venues there that comes through your mm -hmm. television. Mm -hmm. You can feel it. It was like that yesterday, man. I'm not going to let was baseball games on and I'm watching tennis. I love it. I don't it's, like it. I love it. Let's see how long she can last. But next, next, uh, yes, books are nervous for the next match for Serena Williams because she's just like, I'm practicing really well and it was good. I just wasn't playing well. And well, now I'm playing well. It's like, uh-oh. <laughs> she starts saying that. It's she like, looks so powerful and fluid like fluid she too was, she was able to move but the, yeah. the shots had that zip on it that for years she was the only one that had that zip i mm -hmm. mean sharapova would have it occasionally an answer and um halop is amazing you know but like when you watch it you're like shit man that's different it's just different you know it when you see it yeah i'm glad i'm not in the risk room trying to make a line for a third round match i can tell you that right now because i mean I don't she care who favored. she's playing. She got to be. She might be favored. And then you would expect the pros might bet against her. They bet against her last night. The Rhombuses <laughs> and the Parallelograms knew she was going to lose. She's right. the number two player in the world. Ain't nobody coming on those shows today saying, oh, I had plus 180 on Serena. Nobody did. Maybe some other Parallelograms or somebody had her. You know, I got to take a shot on Serena. Good price. Nobody professionals right they run the favorite nope all right backyard brawl you mentioned hype video there's a backyard brawl west virginia hype video out with pac-man jones the voice of it which is like wait what <laughs> okay pac-man jones but the line of the entire thing which i loved it's oh. our state versus your neighborhood it's amazing <laughs> which is just like that little like jab of like yeah we're the state university of west virginia you guys are just one city <laughs> oakland <laughs> oakland is the neighborhood that's what that's where that's where pitt is and is that where the university of oakland is no it's in michigan no, right that's no. michigan university of oakland's michigan right there's one you think Oakland, it's not California. It's a different place. I'm Correct. Okay. Yes. No, but the, but the, the community is called Oakland. It's where my dad was born and raised. Wow. My grandparents lived there a block away from the cathedral of learning. So it was always around pit. I mean, we used to get dropped off. They and called it the, it's called the cathedral of learning or you just yeah. called it that? No, that's what the, that's what the, uh, the big, the the big tall building that you right. see Pitt University of Pittsburgh in right. everything yeah it's called yeah. the Cathedral of Learning oh I like that that's yeah. nice yeah oh it's I mean it's an old school um you know educational institution there's a lot of doctors and medical school and dentist school it's amazing I mean it, Pittsburgh is seriously known worldwide for its medical facilities and the mm -hmm. school itself but the community is Oakland it's a little pocket corner. I mean, Forbes Field used to be there until they moved to Three Rivers Stadium. It was the center of the city that's not downtown. It was Oakland. So it was built up and big, and it was West Virginia's shot at 
your little your little community. I and love that. How line. big it is. I mean, it's rivalries are the best. Rivalries in college football are the best because they Give me run the deep. Give me the points. <laughs> you want to, right? I already took it. Plus eight was the high. It's down to seven and a half, and it's solid across the board now. Seven and a half pit. Yeah. Eight was eight was the ceiling, and I was able to take it because I give me points in rivalry games. Give me points. Did you see Pat's tweet? No. Pat said this game started my career, my life, my this, my that. And there's a picture of him kicking in it. Wow. And he said, so today, eat shit, Pitt. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they say. That's what the West Virginia people say. Oh, really? Eat shit, Pitt. And they say, and and then they come back with the other side of. Oh, yeah. They come back. F West Virginia. Yeah, it's it's it just it's it's back and forth. It's fun wow. to see the national spotlight be on it. Like game day is going to be there. You can guarantee yeah. at three o'clock today Pacific. I'm going to be watching it. Already texted Felica this morning. Have fun because I was you know. What time do they go on? Is it like three our time? Three o'clock our time. So six p.m. Eastern. Okay. Yeah, and go for like, an hour up to six to seven. Up one up to hour. The game. One hour right before the game leads oh, into the game, and cool. then. They're on a flight right after yeah. to Columbus, Columbus, where they'll be in Columbus uh, for the weekend. Tomorrow so, we'll break down Ohio State and Notre Dame. I don't know what to do with that game. I think Ohio State absolutely destroys them. But is I that just, the cat crying in the background, yeah, or did I'll, you get an infant over there? That's that's a, is it the cat? Okay, I'll I'll, I'll 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 once we get Maddie on, I'll go get the cat and shut it up and put it okay. away. All right. Yes, that's the cat. It's it's. Right. Just want to make loses, sure for the listeners because the, the dog yeah. problem has been solved, but not his cat wants to get on the well, show. The cat. He loses his manhood on Thursday of next week, and that will stop all of this. I mean, so. I mean, that's a little rough. Like, what do you know? He needs to that, that. That will stop it. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. He's losing his manhood coming up, and then he'll, he'll calm down. Snip. Yep. Snip. 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 He won't get the bags of peas like we do, but you know he'll get the the cone. Oh <laughs> God. He's getting that. And once that happens, the vet has told me like all that stops. Cause like, I'm literally losing my mind every night. I have to put him in a closet and shut the door every single night or I won't sleep. It's the worst. It is loud. Cause I've talked oh, to you at night. I'm so like, what loud. is that cat doing? Screaming. Like literally the, he wants echoes. a shot at the title. Peter Rolf, title. He wants he a wants shot at the title and kill everything. He wants to kill everything and everything. <laughs> RIP yes. the cats boys. R.I.P. Yep. The cat's loop. Cat, cat's, you know, <laughs> Madeline, Madeline doesn't, my daughter can't figure out what it means to have a cat fixed. She's like, what does it mean? And it's why are we doing it? to explain to the eight-year-old <laughs> P-Rolt. She's like, why? Do, so it's called getting fixed, but what do they do to them? I'm like, they're really um, not fixing them. Don't really. Not, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's um, not fixing. <laughs> it's not the right word. Maddie. Emasculating. New, you know, taking away Snipping his nuts is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, but I, she doesn't know what that means. So it's like, I don't know how to explain this, but like he'll calm down. She's like, will he be different? I'm like, no, but he'll be calmer. Oh, he'll be different. <laughs> yes, thankfully, he'll be very different. Hopefully, but the vet told me it takes a month to get the testosterone out of their system. <laughs> so she's like, he'll calm down, but it won't happen like overnight. It takes a month for the testosterone. She was. He has an extremely high amount of testosterone is what the vet told me. It's like, okay. Got to rid I that. Mean, Sorry. It's just part of, I mean, our breakdown of, our, of nature. <laughs> <on the BVB. laughs> 
This is actually yeah. a very good comment. Well, Madeline asked me, what is testosterone? I'm like, I can't even, like, I'm not, ah, I don't know. Do you do any of this stuff? I'm like, it, I, you're eight. We'll just talk about it some other time. Oh, yeah. Uh, your Penn State Nittany Lions, interesting. The number went to three. It's back up to three and a half. Mm-hmm. So, so the bottom was three of that with, with that game. Now it's pretty much solid three and a half here. Are you feeling yep. any better about your Penn State line? Or are you still very nervous about this game? Nervous. Okay. Nervous as hell. I want to win this game. I don't want to lose the opening game. Right. Changes the whole damn season. Really? If they lose the opening game. Yes. For whom? The fans or the players and the, the coaches? Fans, the fan base, the, the okay. whole. You can't lose opening conference game to Purdue if you're Penn State. <laughs> you can't. Let me just say it out loud. You say that. Purdue. You can't lose to Purdue. Listen, people in Purdue to watch the show, thank you very much for watching the show. Hit the like button. But I can't lose. You can't lose to Purdue. It's going to be like, how do we get up for next week's game? We just lost to Purdue. Right. Like, it's going to be one of those. It just can't start off like this. Like, you can build up and lose to Michigan. You can get caught, like, at Michigan State. God forbid they're still undefeated and they get to Ohio state, then it's the world. I mean, you want to talk about, we're going to need to make a call. Calls have already been made. If they get to that point, if that game's meaningful, meaningful national ramifications. Yeah. We will be there. Oh, all right. Let's do it. And I don't mean, we're going to have to get somebody to watch kids and all that other <laughs> shit, but we're going to the game. Well, we've, we've got, got people. I, I mean, oh. so you've got the FS one game at four, 7 p.m. On, on Fox Sports 1 with Oklahoma State and Central Michigan. Pittsburgh, West Virginia, 7 o'clock on ESPN. And then at, on Fox, Big Fox, you got Penn State and Purdue at 8 o'clock. Big Fox? Yeah, you got Big Fox, not Fox Sports 1. You get nationally televised Penn oh, State. Oh, that's how you describe it? Big Fox and FS1? Yeah, you get the real over-the-air broadcast. Okay. The big deal for that game coming up, and I, I big look, big or mad mad or what? I'm just trying to keep. Well, uh, Fox Fox over the over the air big, is big, big big. I mean, that's you're getting the just full country. Big Fox or big big Fox, both, either or. This FS1 is baby Fox. That's little Fox. Big Fox, little Fox. Now we got that's, it. All right, that's big Fox, Fox, little Fox. Fox Sports One is little Fox. ESPN, ESPN two, ABC would be like you know big ESPN is ABC. You think there's enough shit where there's games on? Like, try to be the guy in the book. Try it's a literally a master's class on Saturday trying to figure out where all well, the just today. Are. I mean, there's I, at seven <clears> o'clock. <throat> there's one, two, three, four, five, six, six games that kick at seven. One at seven thirty, and then four at five, one at nine, one at ten, and two at ten thirty tonight. I mean, it's a Head full hurts. day. The hell. So today there is a full slate of college football games today. Like we are rocking today. We are full today, including all these FCS games that Maddie put up a couple of days ago, and all the other books in the world copied his lines. Did you see that? <laughs> we'll get to him, Matt. Let us know what we can bring on that Maddie Lindemann from WinBet about those games because we've got the Portland State San Jose State late night. If you need some action, you need to get right on a Thursday. <laughs> you got I already come up with a line on the Citadel and Campbell today. I can't wait to ask him that question when he oh comes my. on. That's that's pretty good shit right there. Citadel and Campbell. What is the Kennesaw line? State and Sanford? I mean, like, just just fun saying the names, whether they actually have a football team or not. Like, he's taking bets for real on this stuff. It's unbelievable. <laughs> 
<laughs> on the FCS games on FCS. So how many games in total are today? Because so what? There's there's wow. There's a lot of games. A lot of crazy games. A lot of crazy games. Lamar, Is there a line for Missouri State? Christian? How about Missouri State and Central Arkansas? Do they put a lineup for that? Missouri State and Central Arkansas. Matthew, do you have a game number or a time? <laughs> I don't. Uh, it's five o'clock, eight o'clock on ESPN Plus. Yes, Missouri State and Central Arkansas at win bet right now is 15 and a half. Missouri State's favorite, 65 okay. and a half. Looks like he just moved the line before he's coming on with us. They're going to beat the living crap out of them. Oh. Missouri State's going to kill Central Arkansas. <laughs> Look, there he is. Does he know he's on? He doesn't. Hey. Welcome on. He is Matt Lindemann, Winbet Senior Trader, coming on. God. The Bostonian versus it's the Bostonian. Wow, there's like a three-second delay. It's going to fuck me up. Okay. Don't That's worry right. about it. Don't worry about the three-second delay. We're good. You look good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the first question I have to ask you is, are you ready for football season? Because apparently it starts today. Like everybody's coming into the space. All these people, you know, walking into the book. You remember when you were actually in the book, you saw new faces that you hadn't seen for four or five months because anybody paying attention to baseball and the NBA playoffs are eh, NHL playoffs are inconsequential. Who the hell bets golf and all that? It's football season. Matty, are you ready for this? You know, I'm not as crazy about it as I was, you know, 2012, 2013, like football for me, I used to be all in, you know, like all month of August, count down the days, like it was Christmas almost, right? That first day of college football. And then, you know, you, you run out of gas, like mid October, you're completely <laughs> out of gas. The second half of the season, you can't do any college hoops. And I'm telling you, November college hoops, you need to be fresh. You need to be around to bet it. Um, great opportunity. So I don't go nuts in the preseason stuff. Like I don't pour as much time and energy and effort into it. And I mean, to be honest with you, like I don't fucking win in week one ever anyway. So ever why go crazy? Like Sunday and Monday are going to be probably the two most important days of the season for me. Cause you got to make big adjustments off of numbers that I have no idea if they're any good or not. Um, but this week I'm kind of just sitting on my heels, you know, waiting. I mean, if something falls in my lap, I'll play it, but I, I am really not in a hurry, especially with this FCS stuff that we're going to talk about. Cause this is the first year I've ever done FCS. So um, we'll see how that goes. So, Walk us through that because you guys went first. Dave noticed. We talked about it on the show. How do you come up with lines on teams that generally are not on TV and not well-known? Uh, well, I'll just go ahead and be, I guess, pretty straightforward in how I did it. It's it's nothing, you know, really crazy. So I don't have any FCS ratings to go off of. So what I did is I took Mo's ratings from last year um, and I – kind of applied those ratings to my typical college football model that adjusts week to week. So I ran the numbers week to week and that kind of gave me like a wait, Maddie, season wait, number. Wait, wait, you used Mo's numbers as a starting year. point, bro, as a starting point. Okay. Whoa, this you're is me. Right, you're going to, I got to talk to Mo about this. Hey, All right, go I ahead. Continue, sir. Go so, ahead. so yeah, I took those numbers, updated them week by week. kind of got me an idea like where they were at at the end of last year. And then I found literally any site I could that did FCS ratings or anything that ranked the FCS teams like one to one thirty, and just assigned power ratings to it and kind of took an average. But like, I have not studied the teams. I can't tell you if Missouri state's quarterbacks back. I can't tell you if central Arkansas has got a good run defense. I don't know at all. So there's not enough time in the day just to not. do that. In mm-hmm. the meantime, you're trying to book the baseball. You're keeping an eye on the AL Cy Young and all that other stuff. You know, you're working. Like people yeah. think that like 
you know, as odds makers, we just sit and do nothing and like sit and take bets. You're literally scouring every site you can to get any piece of information, right? To find something out so you can put a lineup, right? Yeah. And and my biggest goal has been to do this as efficiently and quickly with as little energy and effort as I can. So uh, something I started doing last year is I did this thing. It's called, I call it play fade. And it's literally, I'm trying to boil my opinion down to one value on every team, right? So I have a scale of one to five, three, I'm completely neutral. I have no opinion on the team. Five, I love the team. One, I hate the team. Four, I like them. Two, dislike, right? Oh. So I do that for every team when I go through them day one in June, July, August, whatever. And then I can just reference that number. I don't have to look through Phil Steele. I don't have to go read stuff on the articles, you know, on the internet. I can just look and say, I made this team a four. They're playing a one. I'm betting the four. And that is like the quickest and easiest way for me to get through the first two or three weeks of the season. Wow. When you got 260 teams between FBS and FCS, that just gives me a little bit of an idea. And it doesn't force me to go and like try to recount, you know, what I think of every single team. So, so real quick, um, Matt can go next, but my, my question is, what do you have Penn State? Is it a is it a three, a four, a five? I mean, like, be honest. Come on, you can tell me. I, think like, I, I can take it. I think like minus point seven or something. Son of a! I don't know. I don't understand why anybody likes Penn State. What is what's so great about Penn State? Go ahead, Matt. Ask him a question. <laughs> I just want to know: Is anybody betting it? Like, is anybody betting North Alabama, Indiana State tonight? FCS. Hell yeah! I mean, wow. it's steaming. Like my number, I probably shouldn't say this on air. My number on that game is like seventeen and a half. And I like, I don't even know if I like Mo said he's heavily involved already, but like, I don't even know if I trust the 17, man. I don't know shit about North Alabama. There's no way your number is 17 and a half. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This stuff. I, according, I I mean, mean, I'm looking at a different book. It's three and a half. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't have every game. Every game is not like a two (laughs) touchdown difference, but that one is, and it's starting to go back up to four right now, but um that's just like yeah one of those things next week i'll probably be pretty confident because i at least have a little bit of a sample like for the people that are listening and watching the show that have no idea what the hell you two are talking about which game are you talking about p roll indiana state north alabama of course what other game would we be talking about (laughs) i can't even find it on the damn screen here where i come it's the one that's lighting up right now like i I, I have history with there it is got it oh oh i see it now See, they're so, listening to the show. <laughs> See the number? I do now. <laughs> so now I guess Mo just went to five, it looks like. Oh, boy. We'll see how – let's see if this is the avalanche now. <laughs> so uh-huh. is this what happens, Maddie? And, like, you guys are going to do it this season where you're going to kind of look in live, you know, on Saturdays and Sundays. We talked a little bit about that when I saw you last week, but you can tell people what you guys are going to do going forward. But is this what happens – the avalanche. I use the waterfall, you know, gif on Twitter when just bets just keep coming in. And it's almost like groupthink, right? We've seen this for years. One guy says, Oh, I like that. He bets it. The backup guy bets it. The follower bets it. And is is that kind of a uh what happens in this FCS stuff? You know, yeah. And I think that the avalanches, we saw it so much when we worked at, you know, CG back in the day. Oh. Like you know, because the market just wasn't that solid in anything, but the market's really solidified in the major sports. So you don't have those games that move like four to six points and, you know, FBS, like just very rare. Right. Um, so FCS is one of the unique sports left where the market's just really soft. There still aren't a lot of people that are involved with it. They haven't handed it, you know, like myself this is the first year I've done ratings. So it's the one sport where the market can be manipulated a little bit. 
you can maneuver lines around without having to bet much money because the limit, you know, we're only taking 500. You can come and dummy us four points the wrong way for $2,000. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not Amen. difficult at all. So um, that's why, I, you know, I'm really excited. I'm really proud of this. I think this is the best thing we've done for our customers outside of maybe NBA openers, putting this up on Monday or Tuesday. And I mean, I know the limits are 500, but any customer that wants to bet this, it's, you know, $100 better, $200 better. You can get your action down and you don't got to wait till Friday when everybody else pops in. So I think that, you know, it's a pretty courteous thing we're doing and we're not blowing up the market. I'm not going and putting up 10 on Indiana state when the number seven everywhere else, I'm just putting up seven and let's see who's smart. Let's see who knows what they're doing. Let's see who's fucking with us, you know, like, yep. And we know what the number's supposed to be so we can manage it later, but there's no need to go and tell everybody what you think right off the bat. It's, it's outstanding because it's fun when you put it up and you get crickets. Like they don't have another number to compare it to, right? We yeah. saw this all the time and it's like, oh, now you want to bet it on Thursday when you got a couple other books putting up a couple other numbers. Do you think it's going to change throughout the season? Like, is somebody going to start putting up the number Tuesday along with you? Or I as think you go on. And, you know, to me, the beauty of doing this and the beauty of knowing that we have a number and most of our competitors probably don't have a number for FCS is they're probably going to start to feel pressure after week three, week four, week five. If we're able to do it on Monday, I can't promise it's actually out of our control when the markets even load into the system. So I can't even promise we can do this every Monday. I looked in Monday morning, I saw the markets. I was like, we're doing this shit. Like we're putting it up, but I can't promise anything. But I think if we keep doing it every week and don't take a, you know, bloodbath on it, then other places are going to be forced to put it up earlier. And then we can really maneuver things the way we want because we have an opinion on what the numbers should be and they don't. So mm. that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping we can get this market going, us opening on Monday, other places will start to open Tuesday, Wednesday, instead of it being in this like Saturday morning madness at 6 a.m. on Saturday where you got a million things going and the FCS is moving 10 points. At, you know, It's just way too much stress and time. Like I'd rather get this stuff going early in the week. Matty, handle-wise, more interest in Pitt, West Virginia, or Penn State, Purdue? Uh, well, we are offering 102 on the backyard brawl. We're trying to do like the we're trying to do like the rivalries 102. So we did Ooh. we did the backyard brawl. Um, we did Eastern <laughs> Illinois, Northern Illinois. You didn't do Illinois. Penn State, Purdue. What kind of shit is that? That's you. Hey, listen, if you think that's a rival. For Penn State, I'd be happy. You know, I was going to save it for like Ohio State or something. But if you think Purdue's your rival, we can do 102. No, I know it's not. But so explain <laughs> to the people. So like people, again, new to the betting uh, audience and in our show crowd, minus 110 is standard juice, vig for a straight bet. You guys are offering minus 102. How pissed off is the industry going to be at you, Matthew? Because you guys are doing this. The margins are slim enough. What's going on? How can you survive? How can you stay in business offering 102? Well, you can't do it every game, man. Like, we're doing it for the big ones, you know? Eastern Illinois, Northern Illinois, Idaho, Washington State. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're doing it for games that aren't going to get any fucking handle otherwise, man. Like, well, not pit, you know. Yeah. I might get in trouble for Ohio State, Michigan or something if I do it for that. I don't know. Right. I don't know if I'll be allowed to do it. But these games otherwise, you know, you know, the interesting thing, too, I was preaching this in the room the other day. When you put up seven and a half O two and the whole market's painted seven and a half, 
they're, they're going to come and bet the right side and you learn the right side just by having better juice than everyone else. Like it's, it's fascinating. So they came in and they bet West Virginia plus seven and a half minus Oh two. When everybody's at seven and a half, I think even a couple eights. And I was like, that's probably the right side. Like I think it's probably going to go to seven before it goes to nine now. So um, you get good information out of, you know, lowering the margins. And you have to take the bets, which the industry is not doing as much as they should. And it's good that you guys are. I think one of the strengths of uh, where the industry is going is getting guys like you still able to move the numbers and actually create the market rather than this automation thing that's going on. That's a whole nother story. Maddie, did you see the trumpets? Yeah, it's incredible, man. I was, I, dude, I told him, I said, we need to do a, uh, a prop in New York every night. Uh, Will Edwin Diaz make an appearance? Like, I feel like people love that. I love that bet. Yeah. That's an amazing bet. We just talked about it because it's like, do you put him in if it's 5 1 tonight? And, yeah. you know, Timmy Trumpets is sitting there in the stands. Do you put him in just because you got the scene? Or do you say, all right, we're going to arrest him because we don't need him? It's not a save situation, it's a four run lead. I love that bet. That's an awesome bet. Man, if bet. they start doing the wrong thing because of the Timmy trumpet, I I can't, you know, do the right <laughs> can't thing. Have you're, it. In the, you're in the race. Can't have it. Yeah. But I can't I came into the show dressed like this today. I came in dressed <laughs> like Timmy Trumpet. We had a Lee listener, Brothers. watcher, viewer of the show, member of the BVB brigade, plays the trumpet, Jordan Goroff. He played the trumpet, and I came into the show like this today, ready to go. The trumpet. Do you remember any other closer entrance music? I mean, enter Sandman, obviously, with Rivera, but you're a baseball fan. You've been to so many parks throughout the country. Is there a closer entrance that you remember that can even come closer compare? Uh, Trevor Hoffman had a pretty good. good one. I can't remember what his was. Hell's Bells. Hell's Bells. Yeah. And then I, I personally love uh, – I think his name was Carlos Estevez, came out to Wild Thing. I thought that was just hilarious. And I he rocked. did? Yeah. Like a, I don't know if he's a closer. He's a reliever, though, but he always came out to Wild Thing. <laughs> Which I got a kick out of. What would be your entrance music, Maddie? Oh, man. Oh, don't get me going on this. So my senior year, granted, I made three appearances. I think I had 4.1 innings pitched my senior year in varsity. I pitched way more on the freshman team than varsity my senior year. But uh, my entry my entry song was Slow Motion by Juvenile. Uh, oh. I threw, I, bro, I threw about 46 miles an hour. So <laughs> I'm a crafty lefty. So, and I ran about, I ran even fucking slower than that. So slow motion was the perfect slow song motion for me. Slow motion for me. Oh, I love it. Uh, All right, before b- before we let you go, Kentucky, Miami, Ohio. Do your guys cover on Saturday? A lot of hype around Kentucky. You guys are not a basketball school, right? You're a football school, according uh, to Coach Stoops. Don't start with this shit. Go ahead, Matty. Go. Ahead. I don't know how much time you got, but listen, <laughs> you got all the time you want. I'll start. Like I'll start with I'm wrong about Kentucky every year in football. So. I'm going to probably be wrong, but I I don't like this version of Kentucky. Like I was saying last week, like I don't know how many times in history Kentucky's lost their offensive coordinator to the Super Bowl champions, but this is probably the first I'm going to guess. And uh, we lost our best playmaker at receiver, our best running back suspended. We lost some guys on defense, lost some guys on key offensive line. And the whole SEC East is better. Tennessee's better. South Carolina's better. Missouri's better. Uh, I mean, I don't think we're going to lose to Vandy, but they look better. So I played under eight and a half at uh, MGM, actually. Yeah, I mean, kind of a rogue number. Like most of the places are like seven and a half, eight. Um, and I like Miami, Ohio this year. So I think that's a dangerous game week one. I think if you want to, you know, take a shot at a dog, that, w- that would be an interesting one on the money line. 
So Love we'll it. see. But I'm always wrong about Kentucky. So <laughs> how you feel before I can I ask one more question? Oh, yeah. And then tell them about the about the behind the scenes in, in the risk room, too. Oh, yeah, Maddie. That's how you can finish oh. this. But the baseball's still going on. It's heating up. Okay. I know, you know, baseball season is dead to P Roll today and all the listeners. He's not even going to look at it, but somebody's got to look at it because the playoffs, there's handle. There's all kinds of things happening. Season wins are going to be determined in the next month with these ridiculous lines. I mean, you look at the line today, there's a line of minus 350 or 360. Who's your NLCS? Who's your ALCS participants? You don't got to oh, give me man. winners, things like that, but who's getting there? Like, I hate, this is the worst year. This is the, like, this is going to be the best playoffs we've had in a long time. Yes. You got eight teams. Well, seven, maybe with the Padres not having Tatis coming back. You got seven teams. I think you can make a really legitimate case. Three in the uh, NL and then four in the AL. Make a legitimate case for winning it all. It's going to be awesome. So, dude, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, the Yankees, Astros, Blue Jays, whoever's playing the best, right, right has an edge. But the Mariners are interesting and not a lot of pressure on them. So, um guardians guardians maybe Nah, i mean they're oh. they're making a lot out of what they have but i just don't think they have the hitting um okay they can't hit at all uh, all right. uh and dodgers and mets i mean it's dodgers and mets in the al and the nl right and then the braves i think those are the top three <laughs> I mean, the Braves, like yeah like how can you you know you want to say mets it seems so obvious but then you're like damn the braves are a hundred win team as well the braves may win the division yeah yeah, it's right. going to be – so we put up a, like a World Series pairing thing. I thought it was going to be a bigger hit than it was, but we put up – so I took those eight teams, and you can bet – it's basically a five-way. You can take Dodgers or Mariners. You can bet uh, Blue Jays or Mets, uh, Yankees or Braves, and then Astros or Padres, and then we have the field. And they're all uh, roughly the same price because we just kind of took – I took like one versus four NLAL, so you get one NL, one AL – um, we have like three $10 bets on it so far, but nice, I yeah. think in October, that'd be kind of a cool thing day to day to update. And people might have a little, so more you interest. just have to pick the matchup, not the winner. No, you get a pay, you get a pair, you get both teams, you get Dodgers oh, or Mariners to win get, the world series. Yeah. You get Padres or Astros, Braves uh, or Yankees. Okay. And it like the pricing is like dead on. They're all like three to one, four to one. So okay. it's kind of interesting, but so what are you doing on the, uh, tell, tell the people explain so they can uh, follow along what you guys are going to do on the weekends with the, like the live look in inside the risk room. Yeah. So we kind of did it with the NBA openers, but we're going to go on eight 30 every Saturday and just let you all basically be there with us for the 30 minutes leading up to kick. So uh, we'll be in there bullshitting, giving out Mo's bad plays, talking, oh you know, SES, oh. Now, nah, we'll, you know, we'll be fucking around. We'll try to make it fun and interesting. And so we're going to do that on Saturday. And I think we're going to pop in twice on Sundays for like 15 minutes just to kind of talk about the action. And then on Thursday, we're going to do like a Q&A or something like that each week. So we're going to y'all going to be seeing a lot of us. Like oh, a little too much. Will you will you guys still be first to market with NBA numbers? Nah, um, I you know, like. I think it was kind of a test. I want to see if you could get through the whole season doing it. But now that I know that we actually do kind of have an edge with our numbers, like I would rather kind of like we talked about the FCS, let other places put it up and then maneuver off of them as opposed to like giving away what I think the right side and total is on every game. There's a lot more for us to make if I wait than if I give away the answer right off the bat. So that's not good news for me. You guys helped me out a ton with my overnight betting. <laughs> yeah, on, on the, yeah, on we'll the see. NBA. 
I need you. I, I need those early numbers. You guys were awesome during, during the NBA. Giving the numbers out early was phenomenal. Maddie, great stuff, man. Appreciate the time. We'll do it again soon, all right? Yeah, guys. Thank you for having me. See you, Maddie. Matt Lindeman, Tell Mo I said Lindeman. hello. <laughs> Winbet senior trader. Yeah, go apologize. <laughs> we know it's bad bets, but bad plays. Poor Mo gets dragged for no reason, man. Not even here to defend himself. Mo puts it out there himself. Mo Toy Pearson at he these takes. You guys should be following him as you well. He's got great, uh, great music taste too. Uh, great hair. Hair's Mo's got maybe the best hair ever. I, I just hair. when I see him every time, I just stare at his head like, man. I remember when I had all that. That's just glorious. And I didn't even have it that good. But Addison said, give me NHL playoffs over cocaine. That's an interesting. Whoa. <laughs> are we talking? comparing the two? Like, what are we doing here? What the, the hell is going on? What the hell happened? I don't know. The chat's all interesting today because they're talking about whether or not they want to watch baseball or football. They are, they're arguing who is, what's the best sport to watch? Because I'm not watching baseball. I'm, I'm done. It's, you know. Playoff wise? Oh, no. I'll watch playoffs. But like, for the next couple of weeks, I NHL am. playoffs are the top. Baseball Everything? playoffs are close. Oh, you watch the games. They're life no. and death every shift. It's amazing. Football NHL playoffs, playoffs overall are not. Fest. What are you talking about? The NFL playoffs? You get one good fest. game like a weekend. And most Maybe. of the time, it's three quarters of bullshit. Yeah, you want Chiefs Bills or do that you That was want- amazing. You want you know, well, give me the, the Titans and somebody the else. Panthers. The Titans and the like, Bengals. <laughs> I could name eight bad games for every one Bills Chiefs. I don't know. Give me football every damn day, all day, every day. Give me, give, give me college football playoff action. Even bad college football playoff action over NHL playoffs. I like the NHL playoffs. They're fun. Cincinnati, Alabama. You like that last year? Beautiful. Give it to me. It's football. Talking about Way expanding more these playoffs. I'm going to ask Pete about that. They're talking about, you know, yeah. right away. They want to expand it. Can we get it right now? Can we just get the four right? Like, get the, like Yeah, we'll get the PFU tech in about five minutes from collegefootballnews.com about this. Real quick on, so tonight, New Mexico State is on a short week. They've played a game. They're at Minnesota. Numbers 36 or 36 and a half. You're really on this game a lot. Well, here, because I'm, 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 I think this Frank's kid is really interesting. So I'm, I watch him. I really like him a lot, but my question more is on live betting tonight. Uh-huh. So, cause I want to live bet this game tonight and, and maybe a couple of other ones. You might do not you have, have any, the option. No, I was going to ask that. Like what, what are the books going to do? And if they're, are they going to put it up? Cause most, some automate, right? East coast stuff. They may just automate the number. So there might be live betting opportunities for people outside of Vegas. I know Vegas is not going to have live betting opportunities. No, Vegas might. There's a you should definitely have the stations app, and you should have um, William Hill, William Hill, yeah, Caesars, Caesars, William Hill. They are the most likely ones to have it. Um, and there's a shot Westgate might too. And I don't know what Circus doing yet. I have to get confirmation. They might because they're using an outside service. They're using Dick. Yeah, if you guys are in the chat, you can go over it. You, you can watch it on Twitter. So we're we're still up on Twitter, so you can watch the show. We're moving on YouTube. I'm watching us. Oh, okay. So maybe it's all fixed then. Maybe just yeah, just, just a, a buffering situation. But right. We're good now. Yeah, we're good. Cool. Uh, so if you're betting live, what's the, you know. I'm watching. It's 36 and a half. Okay. How much mm-hmm. does the line move if, if we see like it's a seven nothing score after the first quarter? Seven nothing who? Minnesota. 
well, numbers if they 36 score, and a half. If they score early, it closes 36 and a half. You go to 41 and a half, most likely. Wow. You move it right away. And then if there's no score that long, mm-hmm. you bring it back down to the original number by the end of the first quarter. It won't move much. If nothing's happening on the field, the only thing moving significantly is the total. Okay. Total will key rash. Okay. If it you know, if the total closes 52 and a half and it's seven nothing after the first quarter, right? You'll be able to go over 40. Like it'll move 12 points. It'll move 14 points. It might go to 38, you know, as as that doesn't happen. So, again, if it's drives and turnovers like an interception in the end zone, it may not move as much. If it's punt, 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 and nobody's doing anything, there's not even a missed field goal attempt, right? The total will plummet because, you know, the ARB guys, the models, the bots, they're all programmed to, you know, they have the same program. It's time off the clock. What is the current score? What is the projected score? They're running sims and they're telling you this, they're telling you that, they're betting it. So the book has to move the number. Move the damn number for sure. Hmm. It's gonna be really, it's gonna be really interesting. I can't believe you want to live bet that game. Like, really. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I just that's this is the I like this Frank America. Kid. I like this Frank's kid. I mean, I, I really impressed me watching Nevada in New Mexico State, watching the, the, the this freshman, true freshman. It's his first road start, first road game in his college career. So I'm a little, I'm, I want to take 36 and a half, but I'm nervous that the kid's going to, it's going to be like a 45-3 game. The hell are you nervous about? Just take the points. They got to be able to move the ball. If, if, if New Mexico State can't move the ball on Minnesota tonight, then it's going to be an absolute route. Like, Minnesota's going to score a lot tonight. Are <laughs> they? Gonna, yeah, I think they are. They're, they're going to move the ball kind of at will tonight on the Aggies. Short week, you know, they're much bigger on the defensive and offensive lines. Like it's so I got to see if Franks can actually throw the ball and move the ball and can his receivers catch the football. But if they have a couple of decent drives early, it could motivate me to get in and go like, mm. yeah, it works. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in. All right, you sound like a guy used to come in a book like you know. He's all over New Mexico State. I'm like, you are the only person, by the way, on this, <laughs> just so you know. Not that you're wrong. Right. And then you'd ask, well, which TV are you putting it on? I'd be like, hey, man. I'm not. <laughs> it's Pitt, West Virginia over here. It's Penn State, Purdue over here. And then the late game, although it is the 6 o'clock game in its own window. Yep. On the Big Ten Network. Oh, so this comes on. You get a spot for this game. See? I wow. told you that this game's not going to be that bad. I mean, it's, it, I'd rather watch th- that than than you know Northern Arizona, Arizona State tonight. Okay. On the Pac-12 network, which nobody can get. Oh. That game's on the Pac-12 network? Yeah. That nobody in Vegas can watch. This may be why nobody watches the Pac-12 network, period that too i mean there's crazy tv all over the place i mean penn state purdue is on big fox alabama a&m and uab is on is on cbs sports network tonight ball state tennessee is on the sec network i thought you were going to ask maddie about that game ball state tennessee no alabama a&m and uab oh well i mean 
How the hell do you make a line for that? I have no idea. It's a real. I mean, 40, I know nothing about sixties. The total. God. I know nothing about either team to be able to. I just. I think gone. Pete does. We can ask Pete when he comes in. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't. I don't know that. Uh, Pete says he's, he can have his camera, but he can't hear us. So we'll see if we can fix that. So Pete's, Pete needs to hear Pete's here, but we need to get his audio corrected so we can go We're ahead. We're talking and, about him too. And get Futek on from collegefootballnews.com. Uh, I, I like the fact that Maddie said that West Virginia plus eight's the right side, though. Do you? Uh, yeah. I, that's, I that's like good. that. Did you hear the part where he said he never wins in week one or two? Did, you but did he part? mean he wins or his book? I can never tell which is Matt, which Matt's talking about. His own personal bets or the book? Because I think the book loses in week one because the numbers aren't sharp. So what was he talking about? When he says, I never win, does he mean himself or does he mean that the book doesn't win in week one? Good question. So that's what I took it as the book doesn't win in week one. I took it as it's out of his pocket. Oh. Interesting. But he said the right side is West Virginia. Based on where the number is and where it's going, of course it is. You have to take the points. He said seven and a half minus 102 and said that's probably the right side to be on. I have eight. So Circa was at eight. So, I, you know, they're down to seven and a half. Circa's off eight. Right. Right. So. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. It, it, it might be on his computer. He has to change the headphone output on his computer. On the, out, on the headphone the, output. Yeah. Yeah. On the, on the computer. That might be a thing. Oh, um, I don't know. Maddie, do you want me? I, I can I can send Farah Futex phone number. We that's the one thing I didn't do. I probably should have done. Um, that will get him. Uh, uh, Maddie, I'm going to text you Pete's phone number so you can go ahead and tell him to fix the. Got it. He said it's working. Oh, oh it's working. Oh, it's look working. Look at that. We, I, like, I think I feel like we just landed on the moon. My goodness. <laughs> We, we, just we, want to know what he well, thinks we, about the Penn State game, for goodness sakes. Let's well, go. We've never done this is the first. We've never done two guests in one show. This is the, the, the this is now we can't hear us. Oh no. Can't hear him. Says can't hear you now. Oh, boy. oh who can't hear us? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me now? Hello. <laughs> How about now? I just texted. Pete's phone number, if not, if you want to call Pete, Matt, so, so you can oh, no. walk him through the settings. As, as, so, because this is, but this is first. We we tried this. This is something we were going to attempt to do more often. Have two guests in one show. So this is a little bit of a experiment here on day number one on a September first. So, right. so the site keeps crashing. So that's not too shocking, not, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, on on that, given that we are crashing, so he would be crashing. But I know he said he's hardwired in, so I know he's good to go on that. But, uh so so do you so. Okay, so you thought he, that Lindemann was talking about his pocket losing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, how do the books normally do in week one of college football, historically speaking? A big games, no good. Like right. the game, the... the um, What's the biggest game of the day today? Betting-wise. I think it's Penn State-Purdue because it's the most competitive line and it's the biggest game of the day no the i said that to the- you on monday and you told me i was nuts you said west virginia pit was going to be a much bigger game because it's a rivalry game west virginia pit will be but i think it's a public game okay i think penn state purdue is also a public game 
but people don't want to jump in and take the seven and a half or eight nearly as much as they want to take or lay the three. So you get kind of less, I think you, you get less dog handle on the higher spread games. You get good. I think the best two-way handle is Penn State-Purdue because it's three. The games are less than seven are dreams. If every Hmm. game you could figure out to keep less than seven in football, we could write business forever. But you can't because, I mean, how how would you make New Mexico State and Minnesota less than 30? You can't. (laughs) Right. But you you get no handle on that side except for Minnesota money. So you would be in the minority there for sure. So I I think that one will be – it'll be competitive. But the hype and all the hype videos and ESPN being there and stuff, it may push that over the edge to get the handle for West Virginia Pitt. I mean, North Alabama, Indiana State, there'll be three bets total on the game. Total. Yes. Right. That's it. I mean, there's like – You want to ask the bet percentage? That's two. If you have two bets on one side and one on the other, that's sixty-three percent, sixty-six percent. There you go. Wow. That's just in case anybody wants to, you know, check those bet percentages and see what that means. That's what that means. It is interesting because I look at it. So there are there's more FCS games than FBS games tonight. So there's a lot of teams. Way more. Way more. So there's way more games like that tonight with two, three, four bets on them. than what we'll see later and later on, like on Saturday when it's all the FBS teams that they're playing. I'm not sure oh, if I yeah. like, I'm not sure if I like the big 10 playing conference games in week one. I think it I sucks. I don't really, I don't really like it to be quite honest. I, I, I think I, your, your preseason schedule, your pre-conference schedule should be like basketball. Like you tune, you play out of conference and then you play. Your conference schedule. I mean, that's the way it's always been. Everything's changing, though. Like, I mean, they're going to have the conferences are changing every day. You're just going to play conference games at some point soon, right? Yeah, and that's right. Like, that's the if you're only going to play 13 games and you have a 20 team schedule, you have a 20 team conference. You added a game; it's 12 games. Well, I think we're going to have 13 at some point. I think we're I think we're gonna go to thirteen. Thirteen regular season well, college games. But if you play in a college, if you play in a conference championship game, you're already playing thirteen. Like Alabama plays thirteen. Right. That's year. what I mean. So like you're gonna add a regular season so then, conference right. game in so a college. That'll be fourteen. Well, you have to figure out you're a way. You're a professor at a school. You want to add more games for these kids? What about finals and all that shit? They're not there to go to finals. But so it's it's twenty. So like if you have twenty four a twenty four team conference. Like you're not going to play many non. You may, you may play one non-conference game, maybe. I mean, your schedule is going to be full and set. Like that's why they got to add games because if you have these super conferences, how many games are you going to wind up playing? And if you expand the football playoffs to eight teams, you know now you could have a layer of playoff four. Now you have an extra game, so now yeah. you go a thirteen-game schedule. 14 for a conference schedule and then three playoff games. Now you're dealing with a 17 game schedule for college football players. Ridiculous. It is. It's ridiculous. It's too but, many the less, games. but the less that they wind up worrying about school and the more they wind up worrying about practice, the more they become professionals, more NIL name and likeness deals come through. 
need more games. What about the kids' bodies? Like, well, do we worry? Do we worry about it? Wait, do, I mean, in the NFL, we're playing 17 games plus playoffs. They're professionals. Okay, they're professionals, but they're professionals in college becoming more and more professional like. That line is being blurred, blurred. completely. With so, like, right. we're paying kids NIL. Well, in order for a name and likeness deal to fully mature and have its most, you know, biggest impact, you must play games. You must perform. So, you know, <sighs> the coldest, whatever the guy, you know, at Nebraska, who was with the AC company in Lincoln, they want that kid out there as many times as oh, possible. I thought you meant Frost. I thought you meant Frost as a deal. No, the kid, you know, the kid. That Dakota, would be perfect, wouldn't it? That's a natural. His name's Frost. Yeah, his name is the coldest something or other. It's, 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 it's the same. Forget this last the name. The coldest? Yeah, he, he's, you haven't seen that? The kid at Nebraska who's doing the NI. He's, I, I got to be honest. I've never seen anything Nebraska in my life. Now I talk uh, about Nebraska stuff more than I ever did in my life because of you. One his of the name is the coldest Crawford. It's what? Say it again. The coldest Crawford is his name. The How do you receiver. spell that first name, sir? D E C O L D E S T. D coldest. <laughs> the coldest Crawford has signed an NIL deal with SOS Heating and Cooling. Fucking amazing. <laughs> you did, you're just learning this? Yes. Oh, wow. In real time, you're learning this. Wow, this is yes. awesome. You're just you're just learning about this. Yes. So the coldest, coldest Crawford has an NIL deal as a wide receiver for Nebraska for and it's it's being he's being paid by in Omaha SOS Heating and Cooling, who I know who's been in business for a long time in Omaha. I can't believe this. And so his ad is I go with the coldest, you know, the coldest goes with SOS Heating and Cooling. I I, I swear to God, I I <laughs> I can't believe this. This is this is amazing. I'm yeah. so excited. It, oh, you didn't see the ad now. The ad is amazing. The, the the ad the TV ad they cut is amazing. I want I want this I want this company advertising on our show. <laughs> we can, can we get them that this is I want the coldest on the show. Right. I want to talk to the coldest himself. <laughs> the coldest. Can you imagine a kid at kindergarten? What's your name, sir? The coldest. The coldest what? What's your name? <laughs> the coldest. I'm the coldest. I'm the coldest. <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, that yep. is some. That He's is from Shreveport, Louisiana. Oh, and he is a wide receiver, Come incoming on. freshman. He's an incoming freshman from Louisiana, who is now the new spokesperson for SOS Heating and Cooling in Omaha, Nebraska. God bless the coldest. <laughs> that is. That is. I just can't get an. I cannot wait. To text my wife and say, you're not going to believe you got to watch the show today. We talked about a kid named the coldest. She's going to be like, shut up. Stop texting me. It doesn't even make sense. No, that's his name. Nobody's going to believe it. I, yeah. I, this, this is why I do the show. I'm going to talk about so the I coldest all day today. We may need to punt on few texts. I don't know if we're going to get the tech to work on it, unfortunately. Damn it. So this, you don't think you can make it work. Which we do need to figure that out a little bit, and I, I, I think going forward we need to kind of reset how we do. I think we need to, to do tests with our guests before they come on because the, 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 the way we're doing it is interesting because the, it's a different setting in your computer versus when you're doing like a Zoom call. 
Because yeah. people who have computers who are set up, they think they're good to go. Like I would think I'm set up, I'm good to go for a Zoom call, but I have, you have to go into a, into your actual computer settings and play around with it. And also, for whatever reason, our setting doesn't like earbuds. I right. found when people when people are using earbuds, it does they, it, our our system that doesn't like it because Pete was using the earbuds, right? And he couldn't hear us. We saw him, but we couldn't hear him, right? So I think that's part of it. I think when you're using a microphone and speaker in one it for whatever reason our stuff doesn't like it mm. which is interesting so we'll see if we can we can reschedule and, yeah. and figure pete coming on in, in in a little bit right um so let's talk about that college football story that we were going to talk to pete about with with the movement for expansion of the playoffs here and yep. it looks like they're going to go in 2024 they want to have this there's momentum to try to get going to expand this do you have a number? Have you always dreamt about a number for a college football playoff that you're no. cool with? No. You like four? I'm fine with it. I mean, because it wow. don't matter what the number is. Four, five, and six complain. Eight, nine, and ten complain. Sixteen, yeah, aren't you, two aren't you more comfortable? Men. But aren't you comfortable with the ninth team in the country complaining than the fifth best team? No. Oh, I no. am. It's not... I, I would just as soon pick the two best teams and play one game. Oh gosh, you're an F you're an FCS fan? I, I don't it doesn't matter to me. Like it doesn't, it's just it ends up being the two best teams most of the time anyway. They're playing a different game. Bama and Georgia were just different. Like there was See, no to me, I, I think there should be five automatic bids and there should okay. be three at large, and it should be an eight team playoff. That's that's play. a good number. That's you fine. play the first round. This is how I, I literally have said this since 2005. This is like this is like a broken record for me. But five automatic qualifiers, three at-large bids. You have the committee to pick the three teams. So there's controversy and there's teams arguing because they love the arguing. They love the controversy. So right. You got to keep it. So you give right. them those three. Okay. And you play the first round at the top four seeds, home stadium. You give them a home game. Yes. And I mean, if that you one give them team, a home game, you'll see real fast they'll be all all in favor of it. Yeah, you so can't four, ask four, a team to travel three times. Yep, and four versus five is an awesome argument. Who gets the home game? So you get the controversy big time with the four versus five game. Right. Four, four is the home team. So there's five. Right now, there's, there could be four in the future power conferences. But right now, there's five. So you get five. So in the power five, SEC, Big Ten, Big Twelve, Big Twelve, ACC, ACC, Pac Twelve, and Pac Twelve get the five mm-hmm. automatics. Yes, and there's three at-large bids that come, and you have your committee to vote, and then you play. So then at- like so, so the American Athletic Conference or Mountain West, they don't get an even mentioned into the automatic bids. No, and they no. don't now. I mean, they have to be yeah, selected. But there's Cincinnati. no automatic bids now, right? But Cincinnati had to play bet, had to play great for two years to get in, and then right. they got annihilated. <laughs> when they got in, they got absolutely they were competitive. Yeah, I mean, they weren't going to win, the, but they were competitive. They were close what was the, the final right? score? I don't remember. Wait, it was awful. No, the Michigan game was awful. That was awful. That was terrible. Um, yeah, 
27-6, wasn't it? Yeah. That was competitive? 27-6. I think it was competitive for the first half. Yeah. I mean, it was 7-3 in the first quarter. Then it was 17-3 at the break, and it was 27-6 final. By half. Alabama rolled them. (laughs) Alabama rolled them. It wasn't competitive. But Michigan, that game was not – that was awful. That Georgia dragged them. That was bad. I just think that, I mean, the means to the end is that in college football, it just seems like it's not college basketball. It's not St. Peter's isn't it can, can be Kentucky in basketball. St. Peter's can't even step on the field across the 50 against Alabama. So it's we keep fair, expanding but is, it in the games well, like from the standpoint of making the numbers, it's like 17 is the spread. Right. But my I don't I like think, that. I don't like it either. But I, I do think that you I, I want it to be winning your division and winning your conference. Division in the NFL and conference in college football. You don't get year to year to pick who is going to be in your conference and who's going to be in your division. You don't know. So winning that has got to have some value. So you're the best team of a power five conference. You don't know who's in your conference or your division. It's the same every year, except they're adding now. No, the teams, you don't know if if you're not responsible for whether or not your division is going to be good or your conference is going to be good. Oh, so like the big 10 East. You don't know if you're Ohio State, if your division is going to be good or your conference is being good. Right. You worry about yourself. And if you beat everybody and win your division, right, you should go to your conference championship game, which you do. If you right. win that, there should be a reward for winning that. And the reward is you don't have to sweat on selection, whatever it is, Tuesday, whatever they want to do it. Right. You don't have to sweat it out. You know you're in. It's a matter of what seed you're going to be. So it's yeah. an easier, it, but it's, it's a reward. Where the, where the question comes up is if you're Ohio State, Yep. Or better example, you're Wisconsin. Your your division sucks. Yes. Okay. You win that division. Right. You go to the conference final. Let's say this though. You're right. So let's say the division sucks and the schedule strength for Wisconsin sucks, right? Yeah. So Wisconsin runs making the schedule three years in advance. I agree. Okay. So so they run the table. So Wisconsin runs the table, right? Right. They're 12 and 0. Yeah. They go up against a Big Ten team in Ohio State, right? Lose. And lose. Do they get so they in? Lose by four, they lose by 14, right? Spreads 12 and a half and Ohio State covers. It's never yeah, they lose by Right. They lose, they lose by 14 points, right? Right. As of right now, they're dead. There's nothing. There's no right. way. Their season's over. They can go to a bowl game and that's it, right? Right. I think there should be a conversation about whether or not they could get another crack at it. And they can get into a playoff, get into a bracket, and maybe they shock the world. There are no Cinderella's in college football ever. And you could say on the field, it'll never happen because the talent is so different. Maybe, but all, all we need is one. Well, it can happen one once. Run. You can well, have one run changes everything. One Cincinnati one game, one BYU, one crazy. I think it can happen three times. A team can win three games in a row when they're 14 point dog or more. Yeah. It could happen. It may only happen oh. one time in history, but it could happen. That's sports. We determine. See, I don't think it can football, happen with the level of. But depth that, that's my point. We, we make that decision. Yes, you, you're absolutely right. 99 out of 100. I only need to happen once. We make the in college football. We determine who's going to win and lose before the games are played. We don't play it out. And then when it happens the way we think it's going to happen, it's like, see, I told you there was no way. 
but that's not the point. That's not how sports are played. Sports aren't played in boardrooms with Condoleezza Rice and a group of people get coming together that's and deciding sure. who's good. Okay. It's yes. always pissed me off. Yes. I don't care if Alabama curb stomps the entire country. Let them do it. And then raise your damn level to that to Alabama. Get good. Recruit like they do. Find a way to be as good as them. Spend what they spend. Compete with them. But on the field, we get to see it. I want to see Alabama go through three teams every year. The playing field off the field wasn't level. Now the NIL might theoretically would make it more level, but it's not because now the bigger schools can openly spend more and separate themselves even more. But do you remember Boise State beating Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl? Absolutely. Proposing in the end zone. Yes. The whole deal. You know, yep. the Statue of Liberty play. Hello. Yep. Touchdown. The whole thing. Yes. Hook and ladder to, to score the mm-hmm. touchdown and then Statue of Liberty to yes. clinch it. Um, they probably would have got crushed the next week if that was the first playoff game. Good. Do we want to see, see that? You want to see yes. it? Okay. All right. Yes. I, I want to see it earned. I don't want it to be given. We give championships we used to do it on people's we used to do it with the api and the ap or the yeah api or ipi api they would be i and thank you thank you they United would just Press give international they just so, gave championship trophies like here you win here you go tell here. me about like, it p Ralt. they did it in 1993 when penn state was undefeated smoked oregon in a bowl game and they gave it to fucking nebraska i'm still mad about it you, nebraska. you should be it was the stupidest thing in the world. We wanted to, to play Nebraska so bad. Nebraska well, won the course. night before against Miami, and they said, "Oh, there's your national champion." And I was like, "We were in. I was in Pasadena watching the game with a bunch of people rooting the hell out of Miami, so they could take away that thing because we were. I think we were ten point favorites. We knew we were beating Oregon's ass, thirty-eight to twenty final score. To John Carter, eighty yards to the house on the first play of the game. Go YouTube that. Keith Jackson called it." My brother and I were in the stands. We ran it. Brother Doug and I, we were in the stands running the whole way with him. It was great. Um, but you're right. You can't decide it like that. So that's why does I it, does it, does it, does it like the argument you hear in college basketball, what it's done to college basketball, and I agree with this, does it lessen the regular season? Because look at us. We can't wait for game one of the regular season. But – if we know I that they're going to get in the playoff game with one, of one college loss. Football. What? I can't wait for game one of college basketball. Yeah, but I can't it, wait for the Maui. I can't wait for the, pre, the pre-conference tournament. You're a fan and you've been in a place that is everything. Creighton, it is life, everything, college basketball. But for you, the it was casual was fan, they could give a shit less about college basketball. Okay, but it's less and less casuals in sports. It's more and more passion. The casual sports fan is really dying out. It's all about passion and loving your team and watching your team. Now you can bet on your team. It's all about intensity. And so to me, I love sports. I want more on field stuff. I don't like, I mean, I like the college basketball has an automatic way in. I like that there's a qualifier to get into the dance, but I also, but I don't like that a group of people st- sit around and get to pick and choose who gets in your power ranking. You lost to that team. What conference do you play in? It's that like controversy the is annoying. Like they, they got people running the books that they, they're sitting in boardrooms, conference rooms and stuff. They ain't asking the people that are doing it in the books. They ain't asking the people. They should. I we said this for years. Come to Vegas. We'll take you out to lunch and tell you who the best teams are. Use our ratings. You'll get better matchups. What are you Hell people yeah. doing? 
Like, or at least you could at least expose idea. the bullshit. Oh, great idea. Yeah. We used to say that's it all the time. Like you idea. could expose the bullshit for them putting a team in or giving them a higher seat, even in college basketball, because they know they're going to draw more fans. It's going to be a oh, bigger right. attended it's event. A TV show. We said it last exactly. year. It's a TV show. And, but the, but the, and the same thing goes for the football playoffs. It's a TV show, even more so, even with even more eyes and more money in the TV well, show. Because it's way less games. It's a hugely yeah. a TV show. But that's to me, I mean, I just, I, what the non SEC person says to me when I talk about three at large, they say, oh, good. So they're going to put in four SEC teams instead of two every year. That's fair. And I don't really agree with that. If the three teams are the best three teams, non SEC champion, I do want them in and I do want Cincinnati in, and I do want teams like that. I do want every now and then a team from a non. I mean, Gonzaga was able to raise their level and recruit with North Carolina and Duke and everybody else in UCLA because they won. They consistently won. Let's see if a football program can consistently win outside of the Power Five because but we know that Notre did Dame they win. Gonzaga they won a championship yet. Yeah, but I played for it twice. They've gone to I, final fours. I mean, that's pretty damn impressive. It is very impressive. But the argument on the other side will be that even one shit, they won a lot of regular season games and they play in a conference that nobody, well, they're 20 I point disagree. favorites in would, every game in their I conference. I would disagree. Nobody never watches one of their conference games. Not one. Yeah, but they've, they've won their regional multiple times. That's winning. Winning your regional bracket is impressive. You're one of your, you're, you're one of the 16 teams it's in that bracket. Games. It's four yeah, games. They play that's 32. Tough to do. Well, yeah, but they play. I mean, Gonzaga plays in the non-conference now. They play everybody. That's they're, their strength. They came here and played Duke. Said yeah. Coach K's last year. Fine, we'll meet you in Vegas and we'll play. Like right. that's. It took them years to get these other teams to just say yes to them. Correct. But they asked to play Gonzaga. They they didn't want to lose. They exactly. The, but that's the, not Gonzaga's fault. That's that's teams that are afraid of what, what's going to happen to their power ranking by losing to a team out of the West Coast Conference. Which is why college doesn't football doesn't do it. Well, they, I mean, SEC they only play, play. They only SEC teams don't play anybody either. They right. got fuck early games. They play one game Furman early. late. Right, so they play one games, game early. One like Alabama. Alabama's playing on the road at Texas. Okay, well, that's a it's a that's, pretty big game. You're on the road in Austin. I mean, Texas for the longest time has had the highest budget in college football. Right. And they haven't won a championship <laughs> since like since I was Earl covering Campbell, Nebraska. Right? <laughs> well, since Earl Campbell, I think. No, oh, no. Vin, won Vince Young. Vince Young. Vince Young won it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was 2007. Six, six, seven, eight, seven. Something there. I guess yeah, I asked the chat. I too. I USC. So we can't ask the chat. So, but that's, you know, that's where we are. Right. So, I mean, to me, I, I hope that they do this. I really do. I, I hope that they expand. I, I think it would be, it would be fun. They're going. All right, to I hope so. All right. Time now for the Omaha steak searing hot take of the day. BVB promo code, omahasteaks.com. Go get you guys 12 free Omaha steak burgers for free. Using that promo code BVB at omahasteaks.com. All American assortment, 54% off or go build your own menu for Labor Day weekend or beyond. Buy the meat. Aaron Donald. Sorry, go ahead. Go. Aaron Donald of the Rams yesterday 
was asked about the preparations for the Bills game and what happened against the Bengals at practice in which Aaron Donald took a helmet off of a player and tried to hit him with it over the head. Use the helmet as a weapon. Did People were asking for suspensions. Aaron should be suspended. Aaron, what happened? Aaron Donald, when he was asked about taking the helmet and swinging the helmet, said it was just practice. Obviously, people got phones out and things like that. I'm not going to sit and talk about negative stuff that happened at practice. My focus is on Buffalo. Is that just practice when you use a helmet as a weapon? (laughs) Is that a fair assessment of Aaron Donald's behavior that it was just practice? Because the media started to dig down deep and a PR person had to step in and save him from the media and say, no more questions. Yeah. Catnip. He opened it up. (laughs) Come on in and eat. PR person said, "Meal's over, boys. Stop late. <laughs> That's it. It's just practice. I mean, is that what it was? It was just practice. Aaron Donald swinging a helmet at a guy who, who didn't have a helmet on. If it happened at a different practice and people didn't mm-hmm. have phones out, would it be a story? What if he connected? If he would have connected, it probably would have been different." He's arrested, right? I don't know the legal terms, counselor. I don't know. He's arrested. If he, if he, at a practice, takes a helmet off a guy. Cops come out and cuff him like arrested? He's arrested, arrested. Yeah, that's like what happened in Canada when we saw. Miles Garrett did it on national TV. He missed. He didn't connect. If he had connected, he would have been arrested. He didn't connect. Would have been arrested on a sideline. He would have been maybe not at that moment, but the charges would have been filed after the fact. He would have been arrested and charged with assault if he had he if he had put Mason Rudolph in the hospital and maybe it caused life altering injuries. Yes, it's outside the field of play. You're crossing over into legal territory versus football because that's not a football act. Who was the guy in Canada who, who remember the guy in Canada who, who, who got hit in the head with the, with the stick from behind and they arrested oh, him? Todd Bertuzzi and right. um, the guy for the avalanche. Yeah. Yeah. He was he, arrested. Charges were pressed uh, after the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pled it out. I believe they, pers- but they pursued that. Yes. Yes, they did. And I think if Aaron Donald at the size and strength that he is, if he connected where the helmet I mean, you're going to end somebody. You can kill somebody. Could. So So he's lucky he missed. Yeah, he's very lucky he missed. It would have been a whole different story had he hit him. And instead now it's on to Buffalo, like Belichick used to say, (laughs) we're on to Cincinnati. Right. Uh, I love that line, by the way. I use it all the time. (laughs) We're done. We're on on Cincinnati. Yep. Turn on. Wait, wait, but he, well, really? Uh, Yeah. We're not talking about that practice. No. It was just practice. It was just practice. League's been amazingly quiet on the whole subject. Want it to go away. Just give us the games. All any of us want (laughs) is the fucking games. I just want to talk about the games and the lines, take the bets, move the numbers. What Let's go. Aaron on, how much does Aaron Donald move the number? If Aaron Donald's not playing Thursday against the Bills, does the number move? It's two and a half. Oh, people start to bet it more. No doubt. Right? People start to bet it more. I don't know at what risk tolerance you're at, but you're going to take Buffalo bets, probably a limit bet 
that he ain't playing. I don't think you move it like proactively. You go, oh, Donald's not playing. Move it to three. But you go, oh, Donald's not playing. Oh, look, blip, blip, blip on your you know, screen. Buffalo, Buffalo. Oh, you're taking 10 dimes. Buffalo, 10 dimes. You know what? Maybe we should go to three. What do you mm-hmm. think? You think we should go to three now? Like they're going to keep betting Buffalo? So I, I, would you move it? Is he worth a half a point? Hell no. I don't think so. Do you? Wow. Best defensive player in the game. Yeah, I think Aaron Donald's worth a half a point. The quarterback's worth a point. Aaron Donald's worth a half a point. Defensive lineman, man. He's the defensive lineman. He is, but like, what's he going to get? Two sacks and six hurries and make seven tackles? It's 50, Good. 78 plays on the side of the ball in a game. It's 10%. I don't know. I don't know. He's worth a lot to me. Well, he's, he's worth a lot to me. That's just why you're a content guy and not booking the games. <laughs> True. We're talking about this shit. True. But he's still a hell of a, I mean, I don't know. No Aaron Donald. It would be a significant thing to me if he wasn't, if he's not playing on Thursday. He's playing. You sure? Are we going to go with the suspension thing again? I How hope many not. games does I mean, Sean I, I, get? How many did he get? All this other shit. 11 <laughs> game suspension for Deshaun Watson. Zero. <laughs> Zero for this yeah. guy. Donald ain't getting right. you think he's gonna you think between now and next Thursday he could get possibly suspended for missing a guy with his helmet in practice? He could potentially get it, but then he'd appeal and he'd play Thursday. So he most likely would miss week two than week one than miss week one. <laughs> Who do Rams play week two? Atlanta. Yeah. Or something. Some yeah. bullshit. Right. Some 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 nobody. Uh let's see. The Rams he's playing we, on national TV on the Rams game. play. Wait, did you just like joke around the Falcons? That's what they yeah. play. Yeah. They play the Falcons. <laughs> they, they play the Falcons and we do. You know what? <laughs> See, this is what happens. You study this stuff so much and like it gets in your head osmosis. Like it's yep. sickening. But I they play I, Bills and Falcons at home, back to back, open the season, Thursday to Sunday, and then at the Cardinals at the 49ers is the Rams schedule. That's pretty good. That's called by you. Games. A bullshit game in between. I'll tell you this right now. I don't think he's getting suspended. But But I'll bet you, (laughs) if he gets suspended. He misses the Falcons game. He misses the Falcons game. (laughs) I'll tell you that right now. It's a good call by you. That was good. Uh, All right, props.com story of the day. Front page story uh, is out on our our friend of the show. A guy we actually haven't had on yet. We probably should. Ed Miller, uh, who works with Deck Prism and Huddle Tech. And wrote a book called The Logic of Sports Betting, along with Matthew Davidow, that I would highly recommend reading for your education process. If you like math, I don't. So I need to read it. That's why I read it, because I don't like math. And so I literally had to text while I was reading the book. I had to text Ed Miller. I said, I need you to walk me through this because I don't fucking understand what this is. It was so far over my head. And he was he helped me a ton. I'm still kind of wishy-washy on some of the formulas and some of the math used because I it's I'm really bad at math. But it was nice to be able to go like, hey Ed, do me a favor. Um what does this mean? (laughs) Like what is this probability that you're talking about on page 78? I don't understand this whole thing. Like and he like slowly dumbs it down and walks me through it and holds my hand and helped me out. But he the story on live betting. Three mm-hmm. tips for live betting. Okay. One, get used to line shopping. Two, learn coaches' tendencies. And mm-hmm. three, looking at the end of the game. This is where the industry really is going. 
live betting. A lot of people think prop betting and live betting in five years will be way more of a handle from betters than it will be pregame betting. Do you agree? No. Okay. I love live betting. I prefer it. Okay. I do. So if you, so if you prefer it, why won't more people fall in love with it? Like you have, they will, but it's going to take a lot longer and it's not going to surpass pregame handle because they can't raise the limits. The limits are are low. Books are going to have to raise the limits. They're not, they don't have to. Okay. It can just take a book would rather take a thousand. Hey, look, our boy Doug is talking on ESPN right now about Serena. Amazing. Doug who? Uh, Dougie Kazari. On this. Hey, <laughs> Which Doug talk, are we talking about? Talking about, yeah, on ESPN. Oh, nice. Talking about Serena. Interesting. It's good. Um, you'd rather take a thousand, thousand dollar bets on that stuff than raise the limits and start getting picked off. You know, if you raise the limits to 10,000 a bet, I've seen guys, I've sat with guys at some point. I'm debating whether you to come over and sit with these guys and watch this process as they lay out eight phones with 20 outs and moving hundreds of thousands of dollars in a game. It's exhausting. I mean, I'm used to it and the boys are used to it, but I sit there and watch them. What do you got over there? What do you got over there? What do you got over there? They'll bet $200,000 in the first half of a football game <laughs> because they can, and they have multiple outs. Right. If they could do it at one book, I don't know if they would because the prices are different. So price shopping, utmost importance. The end of the game, as soon as we hang up, I'm going to go read this article. Mm-hmm. Because the end of the game in football, basketball, and baseball, hockey, they turn it off because of the empty netters and all that other shit. So they don't have as much flexibility to do it. The sharpest guys that I ever took bets from, I learned more booking them at the end of those sports in game than I could learn in a master's class or getting a master's. Interesting. Miller says that at the end of the game, gamblers can have up to a 50% edge on the book. I'd say higher, but that's a good number. That's a good number, Ed. That models don't adjust properly. Not at all. Up three scores, driving with the clock running down. Miller has seen live bidding systems driven by algorithms, hang numbers like the three points are a lock. Oh, and they're not. Ed just told everybody the fucking secret. (laughs) Oh, boy. Now we've done it. Listen, people, go to the props.com site and read the article because Ed just gave you the fucking key to the castle. That's it. The end of games in game betting. This is why they turn it off with five minutes to go. A lot of times in football games because they don't know what the fucking price is. and. They don't know the sport. This has happened to me the first time I was sitting and watching the model work. Hmm. And I said, can I open up an account? They're like, why? I said, because this is wrong. 
and I'll bet it. And they're like, what are you talking about? Why is it wrong? This is what they give us. I'm like, they're fucking wrong. They're like, Dave, relax. I'm like, we can't use these numbers. We're going to get killed. Do you want to know why? Let me open an account. And I showed them <laughs> with a dummy account. I said, oh, wow. This guy's going to bet this. This guy's going to bet this. This guy's. And you're going to tell me why didn't I move the number? The number's wrong. Stop with that. Wow. Took like, you know, me and Richie B. Multiple dinners, sitting over it, debating it, writing it down. He taking 25 smoking breaks in between. I'm like, Rich, <laughs> this is wrong. Calls over and over. Monday night, I'm off. I'm at home watching the model. He's calling me. Watch this. Turn on the thing right now. This is before I was doing the, the in-game live stuff. Watch the end of the game. Tell me what you're thinking. We talked it through. And he literally changed the whole thing wow. based on my phone call. Because stations, all these other people that were using the same software were getting killed at the end of the game. And we're winning at CG. He's like, what are you doing? Explain it to me. So the, Richie, the, the, Richie still owes me a consulting fee, by the way. I'll you find go. you, Richie. So Ed tells this story in the article. He says, let's say the Chiefs are beating the Texans by 17 points. The Chiefs have the ball in field goal range with under two minutes left in the fourth quarter. A live betting system could make the Chiefs minus 19 and a half because of that. It just looks at field position, but it doesn't account for real world situations where a team in that spot is most likely to kneel. <laughs> he said, quote, it's true in all sports at the end of the baseball game. A lot of models are not based on which actual relief pitchers in the game. It's just based on a team, say being down by two in the ninth oh. inning. It's not even based on if Josh Hader or some jerk from AAA is in, that's going to swing the price by 10%. It comes up in basketball. Are they going to foul or not? When are they going to start fouling? You, the better can just beat this stuff up. I don't know where Ed lives, <laughs> but I hope, I hope he got a moat. I hope he got Stevie Mac, Mikey. Awesome. We're going to need people. Ed Miller's going to need a security force. Just told everybody how to do it. I mean, euros aren't going to be happy with Ed Miller. That's why they don't like him. That's why Dick Prism and this stuff huddle. You can't get no contracts because telling the truth. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. He, he's absolutely right. The one thing that I've seen personally on this, they don't know if, if it's a, uh, a position player who's pitching or not. So, like, they think really There's a text group of professionals that I know can't name names. There's, like, one of those apps that like it comes and it destroys afterward, but right. they alert each other at the bottom of the eighth when they know that a position player is coming in to pitch the ninth. The model doesn't know. The right. algorithm doesn't know. <laughs> Nobody knows shit except them. <laughs> and they bet the yes price for a run to be scored because it's, it's just guaranteed. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the algorithm thinks it's just the ninth inning. It's yep. 15 to one. The line is always minus 180. Yeah, but it's the backup catcher pitching. <laughs> it should be minus 1800. <laughs> Boom. Lay it, lay it, lay it, lay it. And then the, you know, the guy that runs a book comes in the next day and said, wait a second. 
how do we lose 15 dimes to the Phillies in a fucking Diamondbacks game? It was 15 to one. <laughs> I know. I know. I can't go read the article. Ed, I can't believe Ed told the secrets. Oh, Ed Miller props.com front page of the front page of the site right now. Go check it out. It's good stuff. Uh, sports grid. Thank you very much. We'll be back tomorrow for a roll call Friday with you guys right after the Pat McAfee show. So thank you for watching. We're back tomorrow. You guys are on Twitter. YouTube is down at the moment, but if you're on Twitter, stay Whoa. more to come here with BVB. Uh, okay. Profit of the day. Yeah. Profit of the day ended August 21 and 15. So not good. Good up plus That's money. Cool. Put us in the black with some bets that were, that were good. So uh, if you had bet a hundred dollars, you'd be up $596. If you bet every single bet on the bet prep prop bet of the day today, interesting backing Rangers pitcher, Glenn Otto over three and a half K's at minus minus one twenty-five. It's gone over four K's or four more. In five of his last seven games on the road, averaging 4.1 per. In seven of the last nine games on the road, averaging 4.3. Otto faced the Red Sox once this year, had four Ks over the last three games. Red Sox have averaged 10.3 Ks. Only the Giants have a higher K rate over the last three games. Right-handed pitchers over the last 14 days. Red Sox have a K rate of 25.3. Only four teams, Giants, Braves, Angels, Rangers, have a higher K rate. If Otto gets to the fifth inning or through five innings, this bet could cash. How you feeling about Otto against the Red Sox today, who almost threw up all over themselves and blew the game last night? First of all, we hyped up that it's Thursday. It's the start, official start of college football. And you're coming mm-hmm. at me with some baseball over K's prop. You're the baseball guy. I miss this is what Bet Prep's coming at me. And while we're talking, the Penn State Purdue line total just flew. Two? 53 and a half or 54 up. Yeah, it's 53 wow. and a half or 54 lit up like a Christmas tree. That's an industry term. Lindemann used it. It's when every book in the world moves the total at the same time. Interesting. I don't know if that's coincidence or people were really betting it. Back in the day, there were movers and shakers and runners that got the order over. Penn State, Purdue, go get everything you can get. And there were 10 oh. guys. They would hit each place. Now they do it. You virtually. like the over? Because I like the over. Do you like the over? I don't like the over. Let them okay. have it. I like Goodbye. Penn State in the over. Okay. Well, oh, favorite in the over. That's that's week one. That's I hope you're right selfishly for Penn State. Glenn Auto over three and a half Ks minus 125. Boy, that seems easy, don't it? <laughs> That seems Glenn really Otto. Easy. Well, it's Glenn Otto. The Red Sox can knock him out in the first inning if they actually hit. Nine is the total. I say I don't like it. Okay. I I I like under. I don't think Otto makes it to the fifth. Okay. Better to book it. Well, do you go, like it? I do not like it because I think the Red Sox can knock him out really early. You ain't even watching it. I'm not watching. I'm watching Red Sox anymore. I'm straight up like, done, done officially done, done for you with yeah. baseball. If there's football on, on a day, you will definitely not even watch baseball. Even especially if Timmy Trumpet today. comes out. Fuck yeah. It, not even One o'clock game though today. For who? Mets Dodgers. Oh, I will watch that. One good o'clock. Game. That's a good, good game. 
four o'clock Eastern time start. That's beautiful. Great right. scheduling by baseball. That's smart. That's what they need to do more of. I know it's a getaway right. day game, but but it's a it's a it's great TV scheduling because it takes you right into football. So that's that's smart. That's a smart that's smart scheduling by them. Uh okay. Better to book How did it. We do yesterday on some better to book it. We 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 traded yesterday. What did you? Do? I forget what we did. You had you better me, to book it. What was you the asked me? Two baseball plays that, that were in. Once I told you, I forgot it. So <laughs> I wasn't betting it. So I just once whatever you, you got said. like that men in black forget thing. They called that a well, nebula. If I'm, not, if I'm not betting, if I'm not betting, I'm not paying attention to it. I'll tell you what I think, and then I'm moving on to the next day. Can you believe we didn't get that? First five innings totals oh, over parlay. That, that would have been that would have been two nice. two. They scored two runs. Both teams scored two runs in the f- in five innings. The Braves yeah. got it. The Braves went over. Oh, sorry, Braves got three. I forgot. We talked Braves about got night. three yeah. to one in Braves the bottom and a fifth. But then they got a two run nonsense home run. The Braves are up three nothing, two out in the ninth, and the Rockies hit a two run home run to crush all the hopes and dreams of all the Braves run line betters, which we would have had. Because that was the original parlay, right? Right, and we yep. talked off of that and went to the Braves team total over in the first five inning, which Don't won, lost. and tragically lost with two instead of two and a half with the Cardinals. So we're That's just for way. the people that may be watching the show or listening to the show saying we don't talk <laughs> about the losing bets. Just want to make sure these motherfuckers are listening too. Thank you. Sorry. Goodness gracious. Uh, all right, so two football bets for you here. I'm better to book it. JTP 15 promo code bonus code up to a fit up to a 1250 risk-free bet from Caesars William Hill CMU tonight, central Michigan tonight, plus 21 and a half the hell against Oklahoma you, state son. Why? What's, what's wrong with me? You're betting this game. I already bet did this bet this game. game. Yes. Why? What are you, what's wrong with me? Why is it why crazy would you to bet, bet this, this game? game? Tell me why. Tell okay. me why. Central Michigan has a very good coach. Oh boy. They have arguably a top 10 running game in the country. Okay. All right. Oklahoma state is only bringing back four starters on defense. They were unbelievable last year. Boy, Regression is coming. Yep. Men. Regression is coming. Last time these two teams played, and I'm not saying that the Chippewas are going to win the game, but there was a very controversial ending when these two teams played and CMU won the game outright. Okay. Because they were given a down that they should not have been given. And they scored a touchdown on a hail Mary. In 2016, might remember that game, but that was a really controversial. I 100% do not remember that game. It was a screw up. Hail Mary awarded. CMU pulled it down. Touchdown. They beat Oklahoma State in 2016. Do we have a research department that I don't know about? Because you came up with that pretty quickly. That's pretty good. You remember? No, I handicapped this. I went through all the games. This is what I I uncovered by handicapping all the games. So I uncovered this. This is one reason why I like the game. So you have a really strong offensive line and you have an Oklahoma state team. That's got experience. Sanders is a good quarterback. They can score, but they take, they're going to take a step backwards because their big playmakers aren't there. They left Oklahoma state is a team that people think they'll win the game tonight, but I think CMU keeps this within three touchdowns. I think this is a 14 to seven point team, 14 point loss Book it for CMU. I'm booking it. You like the the blowout? I had no idea that this was actually going to be on the rundown, and I saw it, and I said, this has to be a joke. You can't be picking this game. We have so many good games. This is a good game. Shit game. It's 21 and a half. I love betting the Mac. I love betting Mac teams. People do love the Mac. I love the Mac. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, 
watch watch how many better to book it Tuesday, Wednesday plays you're going to have to. You better learn the Mac because I'm coming at you with Mac plays like crazy. I don't need to learn a Mac, and I already know my <laughs> customer, you. So I'll be fine with both. Um, oh, careful. I did well on the Mac last year. I, I made know. money. The, I, the, the JPP audience will tell you what I did last year. I know this. That's why there'll be times where I won't say book it. I will say okay. bet it. That's the okay. segment on the show. Correct. That's what we do every yeah. day. But this one, okay. I think it just looks on paper to me like a big mismatch. So I don't know how many points CMU is going to score. Totals 57 and a half. If they get 20 points, they're probably going to cover. Correct. 17 and that's my, and that's or less. Answer. I don't think it's going to be enough. So I'm going to bet that they don't, and I'll book the CMU bets. I think Oklahoma State will be enough to cover. Okay. Bet number two, mm-hmm. Illinois. On the road tomorrow night. Like this, I feel like you're just trying to confuse the book. Like you're the guy that comes in today when 95% of the people are betting the games today. We've been waiting all this time. And your ass comes walking up to the counter. Give me Illinois. And I'm looking like it's tomorrow. And you're like, Uh yeah, I know. I just, I like the number. I want it now. Uh Really? You're going to hit me with a Friday game. Today, go ahead. Correct. Pick it back. Indiana, I think it's in for a big regression. Illinois is going to run the ball down their throats. I think they win the game outright. I think Illinois wins the game on the road. They got a gub game under their belt. They do. A gub. Played well against Wyoming. Shout out to Ralph Michaels for the gub. Thank you, sir. Ran the ball really well. Chase Brown. Mm -hmm. They run the ball on Indiana again. They play ball control. Bielema wins the game outright, but I'll take the two and a half points to be safe that are going to booking it for my brethren in books everywhere, because the line is now one everywhere, one yep. or one and a half, one and a half in Vegas or everywhere. Last everywhere two- is now one and a half. Okay. One of the other books in a far, far away, a place, very nice weather somewhere in the Caribbean is now flipped a favorite made <gasps> Illinois minus one. So, as a book guy, book guys everywhere, I got you. We're booking this one. We're going to say you again. CLV, CLV can. (laughs) This is going to be a very good candidate for week one college football CLV cans. This one is, I will not be surprised if it ends up uh, as the favorite Illinois. Everywhere? A lot of places, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So good luck with that. At least this is a Big Ten, Big Ten conference game. You betting a Big 12 and Mac meetup as one of the better buckets. I can't believe it, but that's okay because you already have Penn State. Okay, I didn't give you an You FCS, already have FBS game. West Virginia. Uh, I'm gonna I was you, waiting. I'm, I'm not even give kidding. you one tomorrow. You're getting them tomorrow. Saturday, wait till you see how many. FCS, FBS bets I'm going to have for you for Saturday. I, I truly <laughs> thought you were coming with Alabama A&M today. No. Mm-mm. No. I, I looked at the thing, and then I thought, is he coming with this Northern Arizona bullshit too? No. Goodness gracious. Well, I mean, we were going to go to the game, Silver, right. those guys and stuff, whatever. And we were talking about that. I thought, maybe he's going to hit me with one of these FCS games. That's why I was happy Maddie was on. But you heard him. <laughs> he's just making the numbers up. Let's go. 
You I know? like the Mac. Right when I can when I can bet Mac games, I'm all in. Let's go. Western Michigan, Michigan State tomorrow. I, Michigan State's a tough team to know what they're going to be. They could be really yeah, good. But you're Mr. They, Mac. I mean, Western Michigan. I know, but they were really good last year, and I can't figure out if they're going to be if, if, if they're going to take another step. And if they do that, they'll win that game by 30. But if they're going to go back to be Michigan State, they'll win the game by seven. Wow. T- One tough game's game. going to determine all that? It's no, it's just one and a half. Right. It's just a tough game. Michigan State's not known for annihilating people. So it's like, I don't know, but they were really good last year. Really good defense running back. They had a yep. great running back too. Heisman Trophy candidate. So, yeah. I mean, so that's the question. It's like, what do they look like this year versus, so it's like, I don't know if I can bet Michigan State yet. Well, we got a day baseball game that, Listen, the Dodgers won the first game, and the Mets won the second. I'm going to go bet it or book it. Kershaw's minus 135 on the road against Chris Bassett and the Mets. I'm taking the Mets. You betting it or booking it? Plus 120. Yes. You yet it's better to book it, Matthew. Bet it. Are you betting bet it. it or booking it? Betting it. Damn right you are, sir. I would, I would bet it. I, I think I would, the Mets I would definitely... win today. I would definitely, yeah, I, I would, I would bet that, and it, because they win the series, they're at home. Yeah, I like. Bassett it. gives him a good effort. Kershaw first start back, maybe a little bit shaky. Did you see the Braves line today? Remind me, I did. Braves what are home against Colorado, finishing that series. Mm-hmm. Strider is pitching against the Braves or for the Braves against the Rockies, against Chad Cool, K-U-H-O. You didn't look at the line yet, did you? No. It's minus 400. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what are we doing? Jeez. It's minus $4. That's certainly not going to make anybody bet that, uh, you know, with football starting. Who's Baseball handle drops off a cliff after one o'clock today. The yes. Guardians, as a home favorite, were the starting pitcher that lost in their last start. They've won straight up 18 straight times. Bieber, Bieber day. That's nuts. Call me baby. 18 straight, straight up. 14 and four on the run line. It's against the Orioles, though. Radish is the pitcher. Yesterday. Lines is the pitcher. Is a line still minus 185? It's minus, let's get you a consensus line, 175? Yeah, that's that's a that's a good bet. Seven and a half under, under is the bet. And I like Cleveland. And I like Cleveland. the Orioles every day mostly, but not today. Beaver's Cleveland one of my guys. Up. Yeah, I'd take, I would take Cleveland straight up. Today. And I can't believe you didn't come with the shit game of the day. Oakland, is- Washington. <laughs> It was a Friday. I may have done it. Someone named Waldachuk is pitching today for Oakland. <laughs> Waldachuk. What's your favorite thing about today? Saying Waldachuk multiple times <laughs> is actually one of my favorite things about today. No, number two is, again, we've got people in from out of town. You went and got to see Raheem, spend a little time with mm-hmm. him yesterday. I could not stay awake long enough to go meet him last night, but hopefully uh, as soon as we get out of here, uh, I'll try to hook up with him, okay. our friend. Rob from beating the bookie is here. 
wants to maybe say hello, hang out, see if we can get him some hookups and some books. He told me, he, he, was, he was like, I see you this weekend. I was like, I will. I was like, okay. <laughs> was well, like, see. again, some people think that w- this is all we do. We just show up at books when people call us. <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, I was like, oh, oh all right. I was like, well, when, what day, what time? I'm like, I'm around. I'm not going anywhere. It's right. it's, it's weird because this Labor Day weekend, like sometimes people go away. People look forward to like the end of the summer. This is the last hurrah. Like, I feel like this is the first day of school. Like, like this is the start of like this is like this is the beginning. Like where are you going? You going we're on vacation? Not, we're not doing a show Monday, right? Correct. We're off Monday. We are not yes. doing a show. Yes, we are off. Okay, Monday. so correct. For those of you listening to the show again, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, but join us for roll call Friday tomorrow because we got mm-hmm. a lot to talk about. And JTP so will be there, but just not not right. BVB. All those things as well. My favorite thing about today. The other my thing favorite thing about today is. Our discussion yesterday, all right, a lot of people watched the show. A lot of people reached out, saw the show, maybe saw clips, maybe saw parts of it. None of it was fucking planned. None of it. We had a guest on our show. We had a discussion. And, I mean, I don't know if it was entertaining or not. Some people might have found it entertaining. It was kind of not really entertaining. It's not what we do. But it was a good show. It's over with. We're not looking. To, we've got no axe to grind. We got no agenda to run. It's me and you doing a show, and it's called Bostonian versus the book, because that's what we fucking named it, and that's what we call it. And the brigade knows it as the BVB. That's what we call it. So, for those of you that want to question it, or want to know why or how big of a fan people are and all that other stuff, reach out via DM. Call me. You get my number pretty quick. We'll see if you can come on the show. <laughs> maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Maybe you but won't. we'll be here every day, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern, talking about sports and betting. And, you know, people like Dink who have passed mm. on and stuff like that. We talk about a lot of stuff. The best thing about today is that we're here doing the show and we're going to keep being here doing the show. Hopefully. <laughs> For as long as they let us. I mean, as long as they let us. And they may keep us on a late night. That's okay. Yeah. For me, I mean, it's easy. It's football. I mean, we're, we're, we're as I said, it, it's, it's the first day of school in a lot of ways. It's a chance to get a lot of data. It's a chance to really look at and do some cool things. I feel today, I'm more prepared for this football season than I've been for any other football season. It will mean nothing at the window in terms of betting and winning and losing. I have a much better grasp of my own systems and my own, like for a long time, I would only pay attention. I'd bet the games and then I wouldn't do a lot of research on the games I wouldn't bet. And now I'm much more prepared to actually i've got games i have bet and i got games i'm going to monitor because i want to learn about the teams to see what they're going to look like later in the year because they may be a play in week six or we in week seven but then i'm not a play in week one so i'm going to aggregate information i'm going to see what's going on i'm going to watch games differently follow games differently than i ever have before so i'm really excited to start this football season sounds sounds like you're ready to work in the risk room yeah that's, right that's, but that's, that's no but, seriously that's but that's what that's what we're doing that's what right risk guys do odds makers all this other shit you're not making plays on every game but you're learning 
your watch. Well, I got, I've got, I've got categories now. I've got like games and teams that I want to watch and get, and I'm like, let's see what will this team do? What will that team do? I want to see what they're going to look like. You know, like for instance, Tennessee and ball state, right? I want to see what Tennessee looks like tonight. And I want to see what they're going to come out like, because I lean towards the over in that game and the team total for Tennessee. That was my, that was the game that didn't make my card because the team total is 52 and the game is 68 and a half. <laughs> like it's just, I just can't stomach it. It's too expensive. It's too high. The other play would be can ball state score 14 points. Good so I, it's a Mac team that I like. I want to see what ball state's going to look like. So I'm watching ball state tonight singing. Okay. Later in the year, ball state's going to be playing on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. So you're going betting- to watch place. You're actually going to watch in game place during the game. Of Ball State and Tennessee? Mm-hmm. Of course. I want to see what both teams look like. I want to see wow. what the line does. Okay. I want to see, is there a chance, if it's a slow-scoring first quarter, is there a chance to live bet that game? The two games I want to live bet are Ball State, Tennessee, and New Mexico State against Minnesota. Those are the two games I'm, I've not made a bet on it either one, but I'm going to watch those games. And if, it, if there seems to be a good opportunity to jump in on either one, I will. But... The, the, the both I wanted to bet those games, but I just couldn't stomach the lines are too big and I'm not a hundred percent comfortable betting either game, but I'm watching all four teams to see what shameless, shameless plug too, by the way, I forgot. I have it written down and I forgot to get to my favorite thing about today is that we recorded a new cash considerations last night with Dubsy. Oh no. If you, Very if you cool. want a, a one hour look into Dubsy's world from birth in Australia, to ripping his shirt wow. off here on the BVB and everything in between. Yeah. Un, unedited, unfiltered Dubsy on cash considerations with me, Carl, and Newbie. Priceless. Something to listen out now? to in between games. It's out right now. Yeah. Very cool. It's it's really it was it was uh it was very eye-opening and told a story about Timmy Trumpet that I just couldn't believe. Couldn't believe that's right. He knows him. I forgot about that. He's been watching him in like, like tiny little, like he tweeted it. Like I, I used to watch him in tiny little joints. I was like, wait, what? Told How the story. The hell? Well, that's cool. That's a good, that, that, that's a hold good story out, I want to Hold hear. out. If yeah. the Mets get to the World Series, we might get the guy right here on the show. Oh, no. Four off. Hat tip to you for coming on and playing Thank the show. Thank you, man. Appreciate really that. That appreciate was phenomenal. It. That was, but we're, we're doing we that live, it. by the way. We're, do, we're going to have him come in and, and we're going to get our next Done. live show. Done. He's playing that thing live. We're going to have you enter. We're already planning this live show. We're going to have to get passes for a bunch of people. <laughs> the brigade members keep liking right. the show, keep spreading the show, keep hitting the like button, subscribing, whatever you're doing, buy the meat because we got big plans. We can't mm. tell you right now, but we got big plans. Mm. Amen. Um, tonight, if you're not in the Discord channel, betprep.com slash chat. The name of that, by the way, is going to change to props.com slash chat. That's coming very soon, but right now it's still betprep.com slash chat to get in. I'll be in there if I see something I like. This is where being it's fun to be in the Discord channel when there's games like this going on because it just becomes like stream of consciousness with everybody watching every game together. So I'm going to ask you right now, is this good or bad that I do this starting today while I'm on the air on sports grid. Is it going to be that big of a distraction or no? Yes. You will find yourself laughing and having a good time because Mikey awesome. will put 10 clips of the show on Stevie Mac. will put something in there that will make you laugh. SoCal DJ will have like five or 10 different 
trends and things. I don't need at. audio in the Discord though, right? Nope. It's all video. It's all it's all text. Oh. Unless you play the video, I you, know you, what the Discord is. I've done it, but like I, I got to keep the audio off because I'll be on TV correct. while I'm doing. And if you hit play, you'll hear audio. Correct. Just don't yeah, I don't play. I don't need the producers on my ass about that. But right. all right. So I got to get if in. You want. I'll get in. The, yeah, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, it's it's a ball. I mean, the, the, tonight on a Thursday night, tonight and next yeah. Thursday, tonight for the start of college football, next Thursday night for the first NFL game. That's when things really will kick. We'll get going on the Discord channel. We'll have a lot of people. We, we got 2,000 members now. So we'll get to, you know, four or 5,000 coming up here by the time we get to end of September. Okay. But it's September 1st. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy birthday. <laughs> First day of school. All rolled into one goddamn package. Let's freaking go. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Football. Roll call Friday tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.